What is happening, folks? Thanks for coming back. Talking during movies. Yes. Hey, let's kick it off right and give a shout out to the great Bobby C., the man behind Distance Runners, the man who can play every instrument, writes his own music, did our theme song, and also took me to a little place called Production Town. And in Production Town, I learned how to remove some noise. I got some better microphones. We are sounding great. Not as great as the great Katharina Schlod, but we're pretty close. So, giving you all that to say that the issues, the sound issues, they're done. My sincerest apologies to Omar, the statesman. Man, I'm sorry, you know what, the loud background noise, the wrong microphones, some other little cues set up incorrectly on some compressions, a whole bunch of nerdy stuff that I still don't understand, but Bobby walked me through the simples, took me down the path, we've cleaned it up. It is perfect now, well, not perfect. We were a three out of 10, we're a six and a half, maybe seven out of 10. We're getting there, getting better every day, every single day. And this week on Talking During Movies, Katrina Schlote, Chive, model, masters in linguistics and international relations, businesswoman, fit, personal fitness trainer, TV personality, she does it all. And then she makes one crucial error. She says she wants to do a day day drinking with Jason Dick and I. Now I called the great Vegas fact checker and he he wants some IG stories from the front lines on that knowing that Katarina is going to last a couple hours and it's just going to be Dick and I running around having fun. But nonetheless, the time with her is fantastic. The movie, Salt, in case you're not following us on Instagram at Talking During Movies or on Twitter at Talk During Movie, the movie Salt. Fantastic movie. Angelina Jolie does a great job. She is Russian here in the U.S., first generation, bada boom, bada bing. Is she a double agent? Is she a planted spy? Is this what's based off on the Americans? All sorts of crazy questions. Well, let's look at Katerina again. Super intelligent, masters, business, model, hundreds of thousands of people following her every move. Is she a spy? We ask her. We get to the meat of it and we ask her that. But, alas, she does not say anything. She, she keeps us guessing. Spoiler alert. Katarina does not let us know if she's a spy. Hey, folks. Uh, Talking During Movies. Let's get, to our, let's get to our advertisers. Talking During Movies is brought to you by The Experience Firm. Design. What is, what is The Experience Firm again? Who knows? Does anyone know? Right now is Elijah May just screaming, just yelling at his, at his, at his uh, iPhone. How do you not know this? What is going on? You moron, you can't remember this. It's like, hey, sometimes I can't remember. Don't worry about it, okay, Elijah? But it's define, design, deliver, the experience firm. They do what other people don't do, all right? If you want something out of the box, legitimately out of the box, you want to engage your customers, you want to, you want to engage your employees, and you want to get people talking about you, what's the, what's the best way to get your brand out there, to get your product out there? Word of mouth. Where do people spend money? SEO, PPC. All this other goofy crap out there. Go back to what works. Do amazing stuff for your amazing product, for your amazing employees, and show the world how amazing you are. And let them sell you. Let your fans sell you. That's what the experience firm does. Uh, we are also brought to you by the great, the wonderful Dirty Bills. Leslie, once again, opened it up for us. We cozied up in the first booth, looked out over the bar, 
and had an amazing conversation with Katrina. Uh, we can't thank Leslie enough. You know, you, you guys have to understand something about the bar business, right? So Leslie gets, st kicks off the bar at four. Usually maybe she's in there at three, right? And then she opens it up, gets everything going. If she's working that night, she closes at 1.30, 2 a.m. And then she's got to clean everything up and then go home, unwind after a crazy evening. She's got to take her dog for a walk. She's got to do all this stuff. And then she's getting up maybe five hours later to unlock dirty bills for me so that I can set up, so that I can bring people like Katarina in and Jason Dick in. And then we get to have a couple of beers and have a good time and, and do this podcast. You really can't thank her enough. You know, if you're in Austin, you're planning on traveling to Austin, find Dirty Bills. Go in there, ask for Leslie, tell her thank you, give her some love. Uh, by love, I mean really, really big tips, 10, 20, 30, $100 tips. That's what I'm talking about. Buy some beers, enjoy what is Dirty Bills, and, and have a good time. Breaking news, party people, we have a new sponsor. Got to jump it in. I know we usually close out Dirty Bills, but this just came in. We're cutting this in right now. Our new sponsor succulent studios because everyone deserves a little something special now the team at succulent was going to send me a script i'm like please do but i got to get this katharina schlode interview out so in doing that i'm just cutting off the rip here one what's easy to love and easier to care for than a cold beer a succulent two what is shipped with love and care anywhere in the world a succulent three when is it okay to have a little prick when you're a succulent that's right we're crazy about succulents. We're gonna get you some succulents. You're gonna get yourself some succulents. Life is about beautiful plants and taking it easy. Listen, don't go get the orchid. Oh, it's so pretty, don't touch it. It could die. Don't breathe on it the wrong way. It'll get pissed and it'll lose all its petals. Ooh, don't look at it that way. It gets so mad and then its roots crawl out and they'll kill the cat. Fuck orchids. Succulents are the way to go. Succulents are easy, they're beautiful, they come prickly, non-prickly, they come green and blue, all sorts of different colors. Beautiful thing about Succulent Studios is they got a 100% money back guarantee. Check them out at succulent.www.succulent.studio. Succulent Studio is the place to get your succulents delivered to your home. Now I know you're thinking, man, this could be like Blue Apron for succulents. Well, it kind of is, except for you don't eat these. You enjoy them, you love them, you care for them, you talk to them, you treat them like one of your own. Succulent Studios people, go check them out. Folks, I could keep rambling on, but I think it's more important that we uh, cut right to the, the chase of it. And that chase is Katrina Slode. Enjoy. Thanks for coming. 
Thanks for having me, guys. Are you kidding me? Come on, this is you're you're busy. You've got a whole bunch of stuff that you do, and then there's us hanging out drinking. Jason mm -hmm. Dick, what's up, my man? Hey, um, your co-host is gone. Mm -hmm. You're flying solo. You're talking extra, and you yeah. still make time on a Wednesday to come in here and talk some more with me. This is also like 20 straight days of drinking for me. It's something like that. So I gotta. <laughs> someone needs to intervene on me soon. There's, it's not. It's not pretty, man. I did 30 days of hot yoga. I wish someone would have intervened with me on that one. That was awful. That was not fun. I'm just trying to think of a thing I've done so many days in a row, and I want somebody to intervene, but I can come up with nothing. So mm. <laughs> uh, we'll figure something out. We'll definitely. We've got something. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this right. Katerina Schlot. Schlot. Yes. Everybody messes it up. So you, don't worry. Did, did not mess it up though. This is where this <laughs> nailed is where it. nailed it. This is where we're at. We're gonna let this run for a quick second here. Uh, if you guys want to queue up your your wonderful movies, get, you can get this on Netflix, iTunes. Uh, you can get it on Google Play. You can get it on Voodoo. You can get it at a, a ton of places. We're at now. Let's see here. The uh, 15, 16. Whoops. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. All right, you're queued up. This we are watching. Oh, I should have told you guys. You're watching Salt. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll do. I'll, I'll fix that in the intro when I when I do my little read. We'll uh, we'll, we'll fix that part for sure. Right. So I picked this movie one, uh, and we're we're going to talk about this in a second here. You are from Russia. I sure am. Uh, you have a master in master's in uh, international relations and linguistics. Correct. Ooh, you're also you've done your research. Damn, damn. I'm you're, impressed. You're also a chive model. <laughs> I am. You're also you also work with Onnit, or they sponsor you. Or yes, I'm one some of the capacity. ambassadors for them. One of the ambassadors. Fix this really quick here. Though we have sometimes internet issues, so I'm going to bounce between a whole bunch of stuff. But no worries. Everyone will get their get their just due. Um, so you've done all that stuff. And I'm sure there's more that I've missed. So what, what have I missed? Besides I've worn a lot of hats my whole life. So I have done anything and everything from starting my own business and working with orphans in Russia who are being adopted by English-speaking countries. So I would help them adjust to the language of their family mm -hmm. to uh, posing in a bikini uh, to doing commercial fitness modeling, being on boxes of equipment from the like yeah. and Gold's Gym to working for... Uh, translating operation manuals for restaurants for creating franchises in Russia um, to being a child model, which includes a wide variety of things that I do for them. So um, it's been a fun journey and I'm looking forward to more. Fun fact, uh, fitness model was actually my backup profession behind Slovenly Radio Jack. I would have totally guessed that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> hit, a, hit a fork in the road and I, I went with the radio one. Maybe that was a mistake. I don't you see never it. know. It's never too late. I mean, I got, I'll ask you both. Uh, Jason, you go first. Something I've never experienced. Uh, Serena and I were talking about this uh, a little bit before you walked in here. But um, what's it? What is the what, when you walk into a room and everyone pauses because it's you? Do you ever get over that feeling? Uh, I, for me, I'm like, oh, damn it, is my dick out? What happened? Why, <laughs> why is everybody looking at me? So, and then, yeah, that's that doesn't happen for me as much as I'm sure it does for you, Katarina. Um, You know what? I'm not that famous. Maybe in Austin, it seems like I've been here for three and a half years and I know everybody. Not even kidding. Yeah. I go to Whole Foods and I know like 80% of people there and everybody's like, hi. But it's not because I'm famous and a very social person. So oh, I host yeah. all kinds of parties. I go to the most famous gym in Austin. So um, 
And that gym is the, the Honor, Honor Academy. Honor yeah. Academy, not Honor even a gym. LA. It's an academy. They have everything. Well, they, it seems like so they've got what they've got Thai boxing, they've got regular boxing, they've got jujitsu. Jujitsu, yeah. They've got people pushing and throwing weights around. Pretty much, so they have an open gym, and they also have uh, classes. So they have barbell classes. They have you know high intensity interval training. You name it, kettlebells. So it's a functional full it's body. It's a fully fully functional bar, or a bar. Uh, well, uh, as uh, as, uh, as we're sitting in a bar, bar. right? Yeah. Well, now, do they have a bar there? There was so there was a place they used to um, work out at in Southern California, which uh -huh. was um, a twenty four hour ultra sport. Okay. And they they had valet parking, which I like in my gym because I don't have to walk. Uh, they, they had a car wash. Sweet. <laughs> I don't want to have to walk from my car to the front door so that I can go in here and stand on the treadmill. And uh... <laughs> exactly. Listen, I got to save my energy for actually when I get yeah. in there. But they so uh, it's so American, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, they had a bar downstairs. Wow, like you can get an alcoholic drink. Yeah. Nice. Honda has a bar, but you can get like a ketogenic smoothie with some peanut butter and What's, know, oh avocado. Yeah. What's ketogenic, <laughs> real quick, for the for the for those of us that, that don't. So know. keto is pretty much when your body gets into ketosis from the absence of carbohydrates in your diet. So it's pretty much the most majority of your nutrition comes from proteins and fats. So you eat zero fats, zero sugars. So kind of like our diet, Jay. Yeah, I've heard I've heard these words before. I'm familiar with the words. I'm pretty sure we have carbs the, every day. Yeah, the execution not so much my forte, but I've heard those things. Now before. here's here's a question that I have for you. So you're, uh, about four years ago, three years ago, I helped launch a company called Muscle Sound. Muscle Sound worked off computer uh, through the USB port. You would plug in a um, an ultrasound wand, and in real time you would read the glycogen levels in your muscle. And the theory was was that high glycogen levels in your muscle ensured that you wouldn't have a muscle tear or a muscle pull because it was properly nutritioned. However, hmm. it seems to get the glycogen in there, you've got to eat some carbs or some sugar to get in there. On a keto diet, that seems counterintuitive. And I wonder whether it's CrossFit or anything else, but is it a complete expanse, or do you, do you think there could be some balance there of where you have it? I also believe that there's not one approach that works for everybody. I've literally tried every <laughs> single thing since I started doing fitness competitions and started doing fitness modeling in 2009. I've been vegan for two years. I've been on ketogenic diet for about a year. I've been on high carb, you know, high protein, low fat diet. So. It seems like you just have to trust your body. There's not really a one approach that works for everybody. Um, if you feel better, if that's something that gives you more energy, uh, just do it. Don't listen to any, what anybody else says. Obviously, there's some certain principles that work for everybody, like um, you know, eating frequent meals that many times a day boosts your metabolism, or avoid processed, you know, high fructose syrup and sugars. Obviously, these are the key things that work for everybody, but um, what comes to ketogenic diet, that's not necessarily the best approach for me. What um, what do you think Angelina Jolie's diet is? I don't know. I don't think she eats anything and does yoga like for 19 minutes a day. I don't know how I feel about yoga. <laughs> hey, by the way, kids, if you're wondering here, uh, we're at 428, 29, 430. There's your second read-in, so now you're good. All right. Awesome. I, uh, as usual, have not seen this film, and just from the first couple minutes, I was a little disturbed. I was not ready for that to happen. It was, it was not, it was, I thought this was a quality family picture, Jason. It is. It is. If they're trying to make a family. Look at how she's dressed. 
No, they are. So here's the deal. So Angelina Jolie is, um, she's a CIA operative spy. We got caught in North Korea. Thank you, sir. We got caught in North Korea. Um, she was held there for a while. Her husband is this crazy botanist guy who studies poisonous spiders. That's his gig in life. All right. So his gift to her was some eclectic poison spiders and beetles. How lovely. Take it back. Yeah, take it back. Um, <laughs> there's, there's one for everyone, right? Oh, what a charmer. There's someone out there who's just like, you know what, if someone would give me a tarantula. Has anybody ever given you uh, any sort of insect, Katarina? You know, they've, a, uh... they've put them on my body before during oh, a modeling nope. gig. That was horrible. 100% no. Seems like it's the weirdest thing every Do you time. ask for extra when that happens? Like when, when you're like, what's the modeling gig? Like, <laughs> so we've got two pythons and a cobra. <laughs> uh, yes. And you're going to be swinging a whip. You're like, no. Mm. My rates would be extra high. <laughs> this is the funniest thing. We just talked about it yesterday. I did a, a live stream for Chive Nation yesterday. Um, and I saw that. I swear, every time there's some kind of animal involved, um, I am hired to do that. There's like baby goats, I'm hired. Pugs with tugs, I'm hired. Baby goats or fainting goats? Because fainting goats, baby I'm down. Goats. Oh, they were adorable. It was like one of the best times I've had at the Chive. And they've also had a shoot for WWE gaming that uh, included snakes. And they nope. have like a snake charmer uh-huh. in the corner, making sure the snake doesn't do anything sketchy. So I was a little scared, but it was fun. I got more comfortable. Pugs with tugs seems like a, uh, <laughs> a full service massage service <laughs> for like men with small penises only. That's I what that's I would. Coming. That's I what knew I. Knew that's coming. <laughs> what is that? What is? So, you know, the Chive does um, all kinds of things for every day of the week. They've invented, like, daily afternoon randomness, or they've uh, invented, like, a cat, Cat Tuesday. So one of them is when the girls are pulling on their T-shirts so they expose their cleavage like this. It's called a tug. Uh, So pugs and tugs, it's it's a bunch of hot girls and Chive T-shirts showing off their cleavage, and there's pugs running around. All right. Yeah. And those pugs have those eyes that the pervert eyes. They're uh-huh. real big and bulgy, and they're like, "Hey, check it out!" And you're like, "Well, I guess if the pug's checking it out, I can check it out." This is well, that'll be fine. We're we're good. Me and the pug, we're similar. <laughs> big bulging eyes. <laughs> it was it was funny. So Leslie, who opened up the bar, I shot her, and thank you so much for last night saying that you were coming on to and all your friends. Um, I got about seventy five emails. And by seventy five, we had about two hundred. <laughs> Did they contain some inappropriate questions? Because I wouldn't say inappropriate. There was a lot of people like, "Hey, can you introduce me?" And I'm like, "Sure, we're we're good friends." <laughs> there were some that were just it was just a it was just a dick pic and like show her this. Oh uh-huh. my god, and I, that always works. That I always works. I mean, first of all, that's that's, that's how true love happens. Yeah. How did you guys meet through a dick pic shared? By a person who co-hosts a podcast. How romantic. <laughs> How romantic. That's my move right after I give her a trance. Like, <laughs> That's a 2018 way to uh, impress. This is why Bumble's so successful, right? That's because true. Like, the woman at least has some control. And Leslie, yeah. who runs this place, we were joking about that earlier. And she said two things. She goes, hey, I saw your guys' shout out. After I'd thrown up for the fourth time of drinking too much last night. Oh. Uh, oh. I'm not meeting her because... I feel shitty in my yoga pants right now. And I said, oh. you're a beautiful woman. Stop, please. And she goes, nope. I'm going to go eat at Ranch 616 and get some fried jalapenos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you here. I so wish I had an opportunity to say hello. She'll probably come back. But uh, so there was there was that, which was which was funny. And then, uh, of course, the, um, the, the, the emails, which I just, I, I find fascinating. You know, it's just like, I can't imagine being in your position where, one, I mean, you're, you're, you're intelligent, you're smart, you've done a lot. 
That's why I come here for all the compliments. Thank you. I'm I think susceptible you're, well, to flattery. You're susceptible Keep to flattery. Going. There we go. <laughs> but at, at what point, I mean, how many jujitsu and, and Taibo classes or, or whatever is being taught there are you taking to where you're like, hey, champ, you know, I get it, but seriously, because you are well known here in town. Uh, and it seems well known outside of town as well from the emails. Um, you know, at what point do you do you seriously talk more about that? <laughs> or and, and does that does that impact your your relationships? I mean, you think you're married and have six kids, so it's crazy. But how does that impact? <laughs> First of all, no kids yet, just two furry kids. So just two furry kids. My, adopt, adopt, my... don't shop. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. You know, uh, this whole industry and really social media is very surface. So people look at it and they already have their, their opinion made. Um, a lot of them, first reactions obviously is judge, right? They look at your half-naked pictures and they think you're all this and that. Um, I, I don't think I can be really inappropriate on this, otherwise I would. No, you can. You no, can say please. The, no, please. We, um, I cuss. It's fun. Oh, it's that kind of podcast. That kind well, of podcast. now that I'm giving all kind of freedom. <laughs> so and second of all, you know, they're like, oh, she's posing in a bikini. Um, especially I don't like she be judgmental myself, but it usually comes from people from different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some, you know, third world countries Poland. where, or maybe countries where women are not allowed to wear in bikini in public. So they automatically assume, you know, you're a whore or you're just doing this to get attention. They don't realize that it's a legitimate business. So Canada. <laughs> so can pretty much. <laughs> pretty much all, <laughs> of Canada. all of Canada. <laughs> all of Canada. Well, for your Eisenberg just went, fuck you, Jason. <laughs> well, it's cool all the time. So they don't wear bikinis, huh? It's true. <laughs> it's like in Russia. Uh, but anyway, so I, I do get a lot of dick pictures, but now Instagram blurs them, so you get to have a little preview before you actually click on it. So most of them I just get to, to um, disallow right away. How, how fun is that to be the, the algorithm writer for the blurry dick <laughs> pic? Know. Right. You know, it gets on your resume, it's like, so what have you done? I blurred out dick pics on Instagram. Yeah. I'm That's sorry, what did you do? Man. No, I blurred out. I wrote an algorithm. It could detect small and large dicks and medium-sized <laughs> dicks for that matter. That's what I do. What a great job. That, could that be your new fake job? Or uh, my new fake job? I gotta find a new fake job because now people are calling me out saying oh, right. if, if I meet you and you say you remove animal shit, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that does seem like a, a profession that you would get into. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you told me. Uh, yeah, six years ago, me and my buddy, we invented this uh, dick recognition technology. Uh, is, <laughs> dick recognition. Playing at ACL this year, is, first uh, stage, yeah, at 11 a.m. There's a lot of money in that. Is now, uh, yeah, is, is uh, optioned by Instagram and Snapchat. Uh, yeah, I think you should go for that, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Dick recognition. That makes a great t-shirt. <laughs> Talking during movies. In real small print on the sleeve, and just dick recognition up front. It's just and it's just partially blurred out. You can kind of read it. I'm you like, should do it. What's that? It's dick recognition. Don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna see everything right away. You got nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. So, um, people are gonna be like, "Stop! I can't." Uh, with all your talents, let's just cut to the brass tactics of why we're all here. Are you a Russian spy? Yeah. They ask me that a lot, but I don't know if I should mention that on, on a podcast. Do you think? Well, it's it's a small one still. We do like a 180 downloads a day, so we're we're no, we're, think... we're only we're only taking up like 9,000 hours of, of, of mind share <laughs> a month. It's not terrible, just, but it's not that. a lot. I think it's going to be a lot more setting today. I hope so. We we really hope so. After all the all the emails of dick pics. I know. I was like, can you, know you just subs- listen? I said, listen. I'll pass that along if I can get a five star rating and a and a, and a write up <laughs> review. That'd be great. <laughs> so you do that, and we'll talk about 
about the other thing, champ. Actually, it's funny, you know, because I get a lot of emails, people asking me to talk. So a lot of people see me in the photos, um, and it's so easy to make anybody look any way you want to these days. So mm -hmm. actually, videos have gained popularity, and videos are models of talking have gained popularity. You know, they killed the radio star. I killed the radio. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so every time I get quite a bit of uh, uh, following increase, uh, every time I do a video when I'm talking or a live stream or um, a YouTube video because people want to see that I am not perfect. I have an accent that I absolutely despise. I make mistakes when I talk. I'm from a different country. So, yes, I may be looking semi-decent in these Photoshop pictures, but I'm a human being and we all are. You don't Schwarzenegger that where you're just like, you know how long it took me to get this accent down? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it took me a long time to get this accent down. So I so. still have hope. <laughs> what is your accent? Because I, I notice a little something there, but I can't I, I can't identify. So it. I was born and raised in Russia, but uh -huh. I learned British English for my whole life since I was seven. Do you say um, Z or Z? Um, uh, I used to. I never make it that Z. far in the alphabet either, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say Z until people started making fun of me, and I mean, people made fun of me a lot the first couple of years I moved to the U.S. Because I would say some funny things like. Oh, she's smoking a fag, or I'm gonna grab a, grab a trolley, and people are like, excuse me, right? What are you doing over here? Where are you from? But uh, back to your question, Jason. I feel like it's a combination of every place I've ever lived in. It's a little bit of Russian, it's a little bit of uh, British accent, a little bit of Texas. Now you say y'all. Wow. Are y'all doing? Yeah. So, but I can't really imitate like a full-on, um, authentic Southern accent quite yet. But can you do Maybe like a few more years? like good? I mean, I'm sure you've, you've got the, the Rolodex, let's pull up the good Russian. I think you're better at this than me. <laughs> you know, I am mom. a master of linguistics. How dare you? Okay. <laughs> so my mom, that's how my mom talks. She's like, Hi, Katusha. I really tried to do laundry today, Katusha. but I really had a hard time. So, Katusha? Katusha. It's not like a, a nickname, yeah. So my full name. Why is your nickname be... longer than your real name? I know it's weird to say. Nobody has ever asked me that. It's like so, Jack is short for John here. I'm like, what do you call him? Jack. What's his real name? John. Uh, it's four letters replaced by four letters. Great. Good job, asshole. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> Welcome to America. So, at what age did you come to America? I came here when I was twenty-one. Twenty-one. So not very long ago. No, two years ago. Two years ago. <laughs> for you. Oh, uh, we're best friends. <laughs> we are going to be best friends. So you came here two years ago. Uh, you've you 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 learned English. What other what other languages do you know? So I speak fluent Russian, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, I speak German. So my minor at the university was German. So I started learning it when I was sixteen. I also fully understand, but not fully literate, meaning I cannot really write or read in uh, Ukrainian and Polish. So if I'm thrown into the country, I can. Speak it very fluently, yeah, very much so. Like no, no French. No French, mm -mm. but I am starting to learn Spanish in October. I feel like in Texas, you kind of have to. Mm -hmm. Jason, you know Spanish. Uh, un poquito, señor. I've actually found uh, my Spanish get, it gets better somehow uh, when I drink. Uh, and that, How dare you, sir? Not I, I, that, that. That can't be. Really, exactly <laughs> that came right. out wrong. Uh, my Spanish is better. Uh, I, I feel like I can be more conversational because I'm uh, less inhibited, and so I'm yeah, just uh, you know you don't overthink just, I'm just letting it flow. Yes. And so yeah, I remember uh, being very uh, proud of myself after having a real conversation with a Mexican cab driver uh, in, in 
actual in Cozumel a couple years ago. How many tequilas did you have? Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I I definitely could not have done it when I was totally sober, I don't think. You know, there is truth to that. Actually, so the easiest to teach language are kids before the age of six because they're like sponges. They don't have any resistance. They don't overthink. Mm -hmm. Certain parts of their brain are not active. So that's what happens when you drink, you know? You release that resistance. You don't think, you don't necessarily translate them from one language to another. You just flow. So, yeah. I, That's why I drink. I'm just trying to feel six again. <laughs> That's Dying why I drink. I'm just trying to uh, five again. <laughs> I hang out. I, I, I will have some beers and hang out with my daughter. And my wife will be like, how can you play Play-Doh for an hour with her? <laughs> have you seen this stack of beer cans next to me? Like, this is <laughs> fucking Play-Doh. All I do is I, I cut a straight line. I roll it. And she's like, how did you do that? I'm like, watch me. That's amazing. I'm like, Grab me another beer. I'll do another one. She's like, of course, Dad. <laughs> we just keep doing it. Your daughter is so talented. She's a she's a good kid. She uh, yeah she's um she's in she's she's actually I mean she 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 is a very very good kid. She's a little bit nosy, but uh, mm-hmm. God bless her. Uh, That's she's, a good thing. It's a really good thing. Yeah. And she's got a, she told me the other day she's touching her skin. She goes, Dad, I think I'm retaining water. How old is she? Two. She's four now. Oh. And I was just like, uh, I don't think that's possible at four. She's like, well, no chocolate milk for me tonight. Oh my oh, wow. It's like no you more TV wait. in this house. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna break them. I'm gonna hide them in the closet where I can watch them, like an adult. But you, you're not allowed to watch TV or get on the iPad again for a week. She's like, okay, that sounds good. I probably need that. You want to play Candyland? I'm like, not drunk enough yet. We're gonna have to get dad another beer. Mm-hmm. And then I, I can let you cheat. I don't, I'm not a huge advocate for TVs. I don't own a TV myself, so I think that's a good idea. You don't own a like TV? at all. Oh, see, I have like seven. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a portable one, right, that we just run around with and play with. So next time I need to watch an HBO show not on my computer, I'm coming over. Just come over. You, you can sit on the patio and watch it <laughs> and take a dip in the pool and relax. Um, done. We have, we have the 70 inch inside. And I'll play Planet with your daughter, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm done with that. that. <laughs> Jason's got so, a, a, a full pool. And, I've got a, the whole pool. My pool is bigger than Jason's, and I have an 80-inch oh, TV, too. So oh, I can take that. Some competition take right that. here. Someone, someone, that, someone, not someone's not, someone's not married <laughs> yeah. and doesn't have a child. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's, 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 that's true. Uh, why, why don't you have a TV? Because you just watch everything on your, uh, on your device? Um, I like to watch a lot of shows. I, I watch shows on Netflix and HBO, and that's yeah. usually easy to stream off my computer. I travel quite a bit, so that's not really TV background noise. Not right. something that I believe uh, adds any value into my life. I feel like it's more of a they do a lot of brainwashing. I don't watch a lot of news. Um, I think it's just the fills up your brain with a lot of unnecessary information. Um, and so how I how I do conversation. it's actually pretty cool i haven't seen this movie in a long time so it's kind of fun to to watch it in the background i almost forgot what it was all about until we started playing it again yeah no she is uh she's a russian plant but Mm -hmm. she the beautiful thing about this this is this is the subversive element which and and i'd love you to chime in on this right because Mm -hmm. this is the subversive element in the early 2000s where we had won the war on russia allegedly or whatever war it was take that take that (laughs) just be warned we will do it again if we have to but it's weird it's like she was brought here as a spy to destroy the destroy the u.s that was her job she fell in love with america so much spoiler alert at the end 
She's mm -hmm. still loving it. She loves America. She's not having any of it. And even at the time when the U.S. government is trying to stop her like they are right now, when they just found out that she's a subversive plant in a spot and they're mm -hmm. trying to stop her, her love for America is so deep and so strong that it cannot be wavered, no matter what the government tries to do. <laughs> and I wonder, not only who wrote the Book of Love, but I wonder, cheesy dad jokes, um, oh. <laughs> you know, when you moved over here at 21, so you had mm -hmm. a whole life in Russia where you were selling Levi's on the corner for $1,000 a piece <laughs> to pay for your plane ticket over that. here. I could have done that. You fly back home one quarterly and you're like, who wants Levi's? But, They're still um, a hot commodity over are they there really? in Russia, I swear. Yeah, and they fit so well. So it's like that's all my that's what my dad wears. Are He's you are you savage. drinking the American Kool Aid now, or do you still? You know, I mean, I'm not too much a drinker myself because in no, Russia, just I mean the, theoretically. The, the, the did American you fall in love with America like Angelina Jolie does in this movie? Is what yeah. Jason's asking. So what I've realized when I first came to America that you guys take a lot of things for granted, and even a lot of things that you don't realize you take for granted, you really do. Um, because in a rush, I grew up very poor, but then my parents really build an empire. You know, they're very successful now. But I've seen them come all the way from nothing to what they have now. Do you mind telling us what the, what they did? Uh, absolutely. So uh, it was a very vague time. Obviously, when I was born, I was still USSR. Um, I was about five when the Iron Wall came down. So it was a very sketchy time. There was not a lot of laws being made about a variety of things so for example if you're trying to start your own business right mm -hmm. um it's called um god what is the russian name for it see i'm so americanized i i start forgetting that's how we that's how we do it it's so she forgetting it just rubs words. off on me that's how we do it <laughs> so you're it's welcome. almost like a contrabando so if you buy let's say a loaf of bread and try to resell it to a neighbor you go straight to jail so there's not really a way to start any kind of business but then they introduce more laws so a lot of people would do they would go to let's say poland um you know latvia lithuania estonia and they would buy any kind of merchandise they could starting from like candy to uh clothing to you know shoes to any kind of uh, household items and they would resell it to their friends technically it's illegal but then they're being imported so it's a gray zone so that's what, like, my my stepdad started a trucking business, um, which was fully legal. And my mom started buying clothing from Poland and bringing it into into Russia. She was actually involved in a marketing company in the UK, and she helped promote uh, the young upcoming designers the old-fashioned way, before, you know, social media, before internet. So I was kind of in this very mixed environment. Uh, and she's a university professor herself, so that's something that she could not make money doing. She has a PhD and um, very underpaid. So she had to pretty much illegally go to a country nearby and resell it to the neighbors. So they had some kind of basic capital and uh, they were a good combination of, you know, brains and money um, at that moment, at that period of time. And then they started um, a taxi company. So my stepdad had a lot of experience with Was the taxi trucking. company called Brains and Money? Not Brains and Money. <laughs> <laughs> I would I'd like that. We'll pick you up if you're smart and you've got cash. I don't want any dumb talk in my taxi, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, that was a kind of based on a, a very sad story. So 
the rape percentage was really high when it comes to taxi drivers in Russia. Jesus. In the early 90s, it was like 60% or some crazy. How about a tap on the leg or something before I, I make a fucking joke? <laughs> oh, so, God. My character development is going down, Jason. Yeah, Yours is yeah. going skyrocketing. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> you, you'll learn. That's how it works. That's but you know, the happens. good thing is, so um, my parents started you know, doing background checks for all their contractors. And they just invented this like Uber concept 30 years ago. And it just blew up. People, tr it became number one trusted taxi company in my town, which is a pretty big. What? What can town. you can you say the town? It's Astrakhan. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> better get it right. So. Um, I, I better luck pronouncing your last name again than actually doing. I have to check your German oh, last name. Hold it's on, kind of confusing. Astrakhan. Nailed it. Nailed it. Ah, the master of linguistics. Check that out. I'm going to not attempt it. That's, uh, I'm going <laughs> to pass. Yeah, so um, Uber concept 30 years ago, and now they're still as humble as you know they were when I was a little kid. Um, no, they, I, I, I have a question for you because Rod, Roger's giving me a look, and so Roger sent me a video. Sorry, a sorry to interrupt, but <laughs> Roger sent me this video of, of traffic and driving in Russia. It's horrible. And where people are parking on the street and they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to leave my car here. Nobody cares. And nobody cares. And so know, how in this world where someone's just driving by and like, you know, I'm going to my car right here. Does your family run a, a company mm -hmm. of transportation and get them from A to B to C to D and back to A again mm -hmm. in a world where it is, fuck it, I don't care where I park? Pretty much. Uh, how good are they? Or do they just have... People like Jason Dick and I super strong and athletic to move cars. There's no such thing as aggressive driving in Russia. It's called normal driving. Like if you're not aggressive, you're not going to survive. Seriously, people will make five lanes out of three. They will drive on the shoulder. They'll just park wherever they can. There's not enough regulations even nowadays. They're still a little behind in smaller cities, which mine is about a million citizens population. You think it's a, it's a big city, but it's, it really has like a small town mentality. Uh, if you're not aggressive enough or uh, don't practice defensive driving, you just can't drive. I would just recommend you take a taxi or walk. Uh, so it's almost like a way of life. These are the differences that people don't realize that it's, it's a norm. Jay, does, does it sound safe to walk when she says they're going <laughs> to turn three lanes into five? Right. When the sidewalk becomes one, she's like, by the way, just walk. I mean, be a good jumper. You know, If you've played way, Frogger you know? before, then I think you're good. <laughs> you can get to the store. So is that one of the things you uh, that we take for granted here in the U.S.? Is that <laughs> Sidewalk is walking? That, well, yeah, is that people don't drive like total assholes all the time. I was actually thinking, so I first moved here, I lived in Salt Lake City at all the places for a few years. And, oh, whoa. Westerners, you mean not driving on the sidewalks? Uh, pretty much, or not making, you know, five lanes out of three. Or not turning right from the middle lane, because we do that too, and it's hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not. I mean, so so there's not a lot of enterprise rental cars at the at the airport when you fly in. If Jason and I went to go visit <laughs> Moscow, we're like, you know what? We got a sponsor. They're gonna send us to Moscow, do some fun interviews with some oil barons, and we get an enterprise rental car. We're not. We're we're like the Griswolds. We're stuck in that loop. And we're yeah. like, oh, hey, look, there's there's Great Ben. Oh, Dad, just get over to the right. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Well, and Moscow is very Americanized. I would say so. It's uh, going to Moscow now. Pretty much feel like here in New York City. Only you see post-communism architecture is pretty much the only difference. Uh, it's very, very westernized, very Americanized. Have you been to Chernobyl? 
sounds like a weird question, but I there's not. a tourist thing. There's I a whole know. big tourist thing. That the now travel. they do actual tours. So my friend just came back to Ukraine, and she's been in the U.S. since she was a little kid, and she was shocked because when she first landed in Kiev, <coughs> you were holding signs that says Chernobyl tours. So they had like they were waiting for twenty people to land for to give a tour to Chernobyl. Like how crazy is that? Seems safe. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> I would not touch that. Uh, how? Why did you decide to come to the U.S. and how did you decide on Salt Lake City? As your, as that, that's where I'm going to stop first. Yes. Um, well, first of all, when I was at the university, I was part of my internship to come to the U.S. for um, using a J-1 visa for a, a travel and study and work program. Uh-huh. So I worked at a summer camp for three months. And then... Do you mind me asking, was it a Mormon summer camp? It because was you, not, Because no. you, are, you are Mormon material, right? Mor- oh, Mormons, Mormons love very attractive women. Have you guys seen my Instagram? I think Mormons <laughs> yeah, but are the I mean, ones sending me hate mail. <laughs> no, I think Mormons are the ones going, listen, you can marry her and three just like her. <laughs> this is how we operate, people. Brought her in from Russia, she's got two friends. Yep. It's going to be amazing. She's going to have 12 kids. You guys are going to get a planet with her and two other wives. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) No, it's just a random choice because I got a job offer and then um, I was actually married in the past and we both got, my ex-husband got um, a job in the medical field in Utah. So we both just, we've never been to Salt Lake City before we moved there. So it was just randomly close our eyes, never been to Utah. Let's give it a shot. No Google? Uh, yeah, I know. That's a fair no question. How to use it. <laughs> Sorry, that's a fair question. So we did some research, and actually Mormons are one of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah, they run a cult. Cult people are super <laughs> nice until mm-hmm. you get in the cult. Oh, that's true. <laughs> until you're giving 25% of your salary to them, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, Jason and I can start a really nice cult if everyone wants to give us 25% of their salary. <laughs> Yeah, it's called the Talking During Movies podcast. (laughs) I'm already converted. We've got a Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash Talking During Movies. You give 25% of your salary. And for some lucky people, we're going to pray over you as we talk during a movie. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to build a castle right downtown. We're going to have all kinds of fun gatherings. We're going to have a Katarina room with no televisions if you want to escape. (laughs) Otherwise, movies playing 24-7 and you have to talk. You're welcome. Sounds legit to me. Suck it, Jim Jones. No Kool-Aid. <laughs> but all cold local beer. Yep. So, so, Pretty I'm sorry. Much. So, you went to, so you went to Salt Lake. I did. Because uh, you, so, you love to ski. Uh, I, I'm a snowboarder. I learned how to snowboard there. I actually never played any sports when I was growing up. So, I was scared. I was scared for my life. Uh, but I got really good at snowboarding after having lived there for four years. So, and then I realized that mm, maybe I should be more athletic. That's like another thing. So are you not, I'm sorry, I I, I assume in some capacity, right, like they're just, you weren't, you didn't wake up, you weren't born to where you're like, I'm going to just do 10 push-ups this morning, or I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to go run three miles. You know, it's funny because it's really close to being true. So my grandfather was ex-military and he has always wanted a boy, not a girl. So... Well, then your grandfather. My grandfather, yeah. Just pressure on the parents. He was just Make really wanting to have a, a, a grandson. So what were, your, what were your baby pictures like? Were you in like fatigues? Like, look at the cute boy. Her hair is going to grow out. It's a girl. The grandfather wanted a boy. We're just going to find compromise. But anyways, when I was five years old, he would wake me up on Sundays at 6 o'clock in the morning, make me take an ice cold shower, and then make me do like 10 pull-ups and 10 push-ups. And run around the building. What a dick. 
I, it was it served me really well, but when I was five, I hated it. Yeah. And my grandmother's like, "Don't don't do this. She's a girl. You do not understand. This is not how you raise a daughter." Well, not really like that. They're the future, and I'm from the future, there's going to be child models. Yeah. She is going to be a fitness model and, and everything else, and here he she is. He knew it all along. He really did. And now I take cold showers every single day. I take ice No, baths. you do not take cold showers. Do I you really take cold do. showers? I do every single day. Do you do the cryogenic thing? I do cryotherapy as well. Cryotherapy, uh, cryogenic. Body. You're like, no, Jason, cryotherapy. Enough. <laughs> Good enough for government work, but not true. <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, it has so many health benefits it's incredible. Jay have you tried that um, I've heard this propaganda before and so and no for the most part <laughs> I can't bring myself to do a cold shower uh, how, about the, how about the cryotherapy thing oh I, I have never done that either but I, I understand that that's great for uh, if you've got injuries or you got a bad back or something like that yeah for a recovery really I definitely uh, on days that I'm particularly hung over I will go jump in my pool that is usually pretty cold at <laughs> this time that of year that works and uh, yeah, that at least gets me a little pick me up. Yep, absolutely. Do you do that at three in the morning before you go to the radio show? I definitely yes. There have been times that it is before uh, sunup that I have jumped in that pool because I'm like, oh god, I need I need something to start start me moving. That's really good. I mean, Sixty I, degrees, right? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I guess it, 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 at at times it gets down that low. Mm -hmm. You you mortals are cute the way you talk about this stuff. It's very interesting. <laughs> Jason claims to have never had a, hang a hangover before. He's a crazy person. No way. You're one of these freaks of nature, huh? It's gut biome. It's, it's very scientific. It's very super simple. It's gut biome. What do you have in your stomach allows you to break down and, 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 and tear apart alcohol in a way that does not affect your body. I happen to have mm. impeccable gut biome. Impeccable. And I think it's genetics. Yeah. That's all well, it is. Your body's just more efficient at breaking down uh, glucose. It could break down fat better. I'd rather have a hangover yeah. than a beer gut. But eh, listen. Everybody wants to be you. I do it the other way. I put the alcohol in my body to tear my body apart. <laughs> I'm trying to punish my body. We're in a fight and be in my body. Who wins? Oh, <laughs> I, uh... Are you Irish Catholic? Secretly? <laughs> I don't give a damn. I'm Irish Catholic. I'm in a fight. Yeah. It's a, it's a battle to the death, and so it's still being contested. We haven't determined a winner yet. Uh, now, in, in Russia, growing up in Russia, uh, random thought here, but uh, religion, no religion? Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand Russia. I've never been. So, so I've actually, had opportunities to go, and I'm just, there's, there's some areas of the world where I won't go because I'm, I'm a complete pussy. Russia's one of them. Like, I, I, went, I went to Brazil, but mm -hmm. then when I went to Brazil, I was like, there will be no sex in Brazil because... There's a lot of AIDS in Brazil, so like oh when I lived goodness. in Portland, I lived in Portland for two years. I didn't have sex for two years after I was 21 because Portland, per capita, is the herpes capital of the United States. Oh and I was just like, I don't want to bump on my pay pay. It's I'll just I'll wait it yet. out until I move somewhere else. I don't care. Well, I don't. So Russia for for, for for I know, but like right, Russia seems like one of these places where um, two two things come up because I've had two business partners go there without me. That's right. Uh, super violent. Um, with just taking shit. Like one day you're a billionaire, the next day someone's like, eh, you know what? Go work at McDonald's. Shut the fuck up. And <laughs> and and two, super violent. And I'm just, I'm old and it hurts to punch people. I'm a pussy. So, so you know World Cup is in Russia this year, right? Yeah, we'll go. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there? And it's going to be amazing. Yeah, well, I'm going ours... to get you a Talking During Movies t-shirt. You can just wear that oh, one perfect. day. They're probably going to be asking, what is... What does that sucia mean? 
I don't think a lot of people in, uh, uh, in Russia speak Spanish. It's not really like a popular language for some reason. I mean, obviously, a lot of people take English, but Spanish, I don't know. Spanish, we'll get you a Talking During Movies one that just says, Talking During Movies, and on the back, it'll say it in Russian. Well, that sounds great. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll be a, a co-designer for that one. Perfect. <laughs> we'll put something extremely inappropriate. And then, and, then, and then we'll put something in Russian on the back, completely inappropriate. And then yeah. what we'll do is we'll sell it, and all the proceeds will go to whatever charity you want to. Sounds good. We can help some orphans. We can help some animals, whatever Let's you do want. This. Whoever you want to help, we'll help. Let's do this. I'll get a sponsor to pay for the shirts, and then 100% of everything that's done will just go to those kids. I'm in. Done. Let's do it. What a right. guy. What a guy this guy is. So back to some stereotypes. I get a lot of those when it comes to Russia. First of all, it is a safe place to go. It's 2018. Going to Moscow is pretty much as safe as going to New York City, which is semi-safe. This I is New York City, New York and City. Angelina Jolie is getting chased by Americans down the highway. Because <laughs> she's Russian. You haven't much, have you? <laughs> <laughs> I've traveled you a lot. I've been, to, I've, been to, I've been to 10 countries. I've traveled a lot. That's pretty cool. That's really I've cool. I've traveled a lot. I'm yeah. terrified every time I leave the U.S. I went that's to a, France. That's a very common concern. Uh, I went to, to, to France, England, been to Canada, because they didn't like my attitude. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I'd be traumatized for life, too. I don't blame you. You know, Thailand was awesome. I love Thailand. That's what I heard. Uh, China was fun. I love China. Mm -hmm. really good, did you go to Hong Kong? No. Uh, yeah, no. We flew into Hong Kong. Uh, we flew into, and then flew out of Shanghai, which was nice. Mm -hmm. um, Brazil was fun. Yeah, was I love great. Rio. Mm -hmm. went there we went to uh, Bahara, which is just uh, 40 minutes south. I do love how Rio handles the traffic problem. Mm -hmm. Take note, Austin, Cat Metro. Yep. They just have a, a swath of lanes, and then they move cones. So the oh. busy going up, it's like, hey, here's seven lanes going north. Wow. And then right. they move the cones back over, and it's seven lanes going south. Uh, to know the lane changes is, is key. <laughs> I, I learned that the hard way. Apparently. <laughs> if we all just got along and focus on learning from each other versus just pretending we're all enemies, the world would be such a better place. It's true. Very true. Now, are you saying that because you hacked our election? Is that what you're saying? Is that what pretty much, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my parents still don't believe that. I mean, my, my parents I mean, absolutely love uh, Putin. So, oh, really? And they're very old-fashioned. But, you know, my... Do you I, love the machismo of him? I mean, I know that's, that's a Spanish term for, for a Russian man. But the, I got it. He's, yep. like, riding a bear through the waters. And he's, like, shirtless. You know, he's shirtless. one of the most talented, most interesting people in the world. Do you guys know that? You know, I... Yeah, Dos Equis did not pick him up. <laughs> so, I'm going to call him bullshit. Because Dos Equis has got pretty good... I mean, I understand my uh, parents' perspective because he's the first president that ever put Russia on the world economic map, and that's a huge deal. Because living in Russia, you almost like don't know what happens tomorrow, so you have to appreciate now and today. And that's one of the things that really made me appreciate life in America. You don't just guess, okay, well, you know what, after the elections, I don't know if it's going to get better, but hopefully it stays the same, and that's all Russia can really hope for. That's why they just love putting them in love their comfort zone, because they don't want things to get worse. Interesting. So, I mean, Putin's an interesting cat. Very much so. I mean, he really is. He's, um, he is, if there, was a, if there was a gentleman who lived in the world that was the captain of Zero Fucks, Putin's the <laughs> other one, right? I mean, he's just Pretty like, much. That sums it up pretty nicely. He's what Donald Trump wants to be, but can't. <laughs> Because Putin realizes that he just doesn't, he's not just running a country, but he also, I mean, he, 
runs all the wealth. He decides when someone's not going to be CEO of that company and can just take it. And Trump's right. like, oh, I just have like my hundred million dollars or four billion, depending on tax returns. Or forty. Or forty. It's, it's something. What, it's forty. It's, something like it's some. It's some random weird thing. And and, but I mean, he can still afford a spray tan. Um, <laughs> is it random? Hard right hand turn. Random mm-hmm. question for you. Mm-hmm. Is it frustrating for you? So, once again, for those of you that haven't been listening, you've got a great education. You work for a lot of different companies. You're also you do you do a lot of different things, and you help out charities. You do you do a lot of stuff. Is it frustrating for you when you see these advertisements that Jason pays a thousand dollars a month to for Russian brides <laughs> just to come bride. mail order brides? That's coming. No. Does it frustrate you? <laughs> This is like, ladies, you can do this. It's not hard. It just takes a little, or maybe it is hard, but fuck, it's hard and it's worth it. Like I'm assuming exactly physically right. it's harder than it is meant. I mean, I always, I always, my, my mental gymnastics are always like, the books were easy. I never bought, I never understood the idea of, of going broke, paying for books in college because I never bought a book in college. Oh, wow. I just, I okay. would go in, I would show up, I'd be like, that, that sounds simple. I would elaborate on this X, Y, and Z. So fuck He's it. He's a freaking nature, guys. <laughs> uh, who cares? Yeah. But you are you. You seem to be in a different class of uh, of where not only are your brain smart, but you're you're physically you, you you jumped into that lucky gene pool of and and a grandfather who made you run twenty miles a morning so that you could get some milk. Um, <laughs> you landed in that in that gene pool of 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 being uh, very attractive, which is 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 not something that you can elect to do or not to do. That's just how you're born. I think I'm more of a rare case because I don't come from like an extremely or family, you know, they made it and they were the greatest inspiration to me. So they, it made me believe when I was growing up that you can do anything. You believed um, you could fly. I could to touch the sky. I am invincible. <laughs> but really, a lot of girls they grow up in very poor towns, middle of nowhere towns. You know, it's usually um, a lot of these girls come from Ukraine, and I'm part Ukrainian myself. My mom was born in Odessa. And they oh, Odessa, Texas? Texas? <laughs> How dare you, sir? You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Was that a first? Yeah. That was a first. Look at the spike. Oh, that's going to sound good. Yeah, we're going to have to cut that part out. <laughs> that's not good. Sorry, guys. No, no. That's fine. We, no, he and I got excited. More yeah. me. So anyway, so she, I So Odessa, Texas. Odessa, Odessa, Ukraine. It's actually a beautiful town. It's like the funniest people and the hottest people come from that. It's right on the coast of the Black Sea. So not Odessa, Texas. Not, not Odessa, Texas. I've actually never been to Odessa, Texas. I kind of want to go just to say I've, I've been there. Is there anything exciting I should, I should know of Odessa, Texas? High school football. Uh, yeah. um, so go to a high school football game. Yeah, Got it. that's probably it. <laughs> Yeah, I've never wrong. been there either. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've I, I driven through. I've yeah. driven through. I'm gonna go. You're not missing anything. I mean, you stay in Austin. You can get you can get everything. And I'll uh, just take a picture with a sign. Yeah. There you go. The internet. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Have you thought about getting sponsored by a, a car company just to drive around, just to be an influencer, if you will? Because you, because here we are. We're in our third or fourth beers, and you're still work, you're, you're, you're still milking a Topo Chico just in <laughs> exactly. case. That's just why I moved to Texas. Today. Just in case. Getting that um maybe you have, maybe you've you've gotten it where you, you are the uh, you're the brand influencer. Uh, I have done marketing for um, the company in Denver before. I would uh, test drive cars and I would talk about my experience. Most of them were uh, cars for lease. It was a 
leasing company and they just wanted to know what a 20 something year old female would be looking for in a vehicle so mm. and they would all be uh, recorded on video and put on youtube for marketing purposes so that would be right up my alley too i love cars interesting you know that the ford probe was the first female designed female engagement sports car ever created i did not know that learning some what today. yep really google that that's great. Pretty sure that's true. I'll do some fact checking. Do some fact checking, but that's <laughs> that's true. The the Ford Pro was a was built to be a female sports car, mm -hmm. and Ford considered it a failure because men wanted it. Oh wow! Uh, Which I'm pretty sure Alex Jones is screaming into a microphone somewhere, right. going, "Because of the devil child that did the fifth dimension of this, of that, of the <laughs> other, that made a man want a female sports car." <laughs> Sounds about right. I did when I was a youth. I, I liked the Ford Probe. How I don't know what was you, wrong sir. with me. Well, yeah. listen, it's the feminization of America is what it is. Yeah. But you got to understand both sides of your brain. I'm in touch. Uh, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Yeah. Not a bad thing. I think people think it's a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Got to be harmonious. Got to be in touch with your... Uh divine feminine mm -hmm. that's in all of us really so you know, and so oh, i'm sorry a random thing i've never been in a truck until i moved to texas i've never they don't have trucks like in russia truck? like in russia you don't really own a truck un until you unless you are actually in construction and, and use it functionally right there's no such thing as a luxury truck it's such an um oxymoron you know it, it's almost uh it's like why do you need a truck that just uh sucks all the the gasoline out when you can just have a small sporty vehicle and make you know a lane out of a non-existent yeah. shoulder. It's because you like Toby Keith, all right? That's why, obviously. <laughs> that, that's why. <laughs> Austin, Texas, the only place where everything's bigger except for the streets. When you drive down like through Terrytown, you're like, I've got a truck. I've got a truck. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I don't know. I'm also in Terrytown. I want to be polite, so you go. No, you go. But you're waving across the fucking block where you can barely see a hand waving, and then you both try to go, and then you're stuck in the middle that's of the street so with a Fiat on either side of you going, we can both run these over, right? You're like, let's do it. Fuck them, the yachts. <laughs> that happens once a week in Terrytown. Read the police report in the Austin American Statesman. Or don't, and just believe me, because it's probably true. Probably. It's, that's so interesting, such a different world, right? When you're downtown Austin versus you go to like Round Rock or Terrytown. Well, I don't know that Round Rock's really a place. Oh. <laughs> it's almost people live in, in uh, Round Rock. I'm like, where do you live? And they're like, Austin. We're in Austin, Round Rock. Oh, well, it's not, not really Austin. 100% not Austin. <laughs> yeah, where do you I, live? Cedar Park. If I have to take a toll road to go visit you, if there's a if there's a tax for me to go say hello to you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you don't live in a city I need to visit. I'm glad you have a Del Taco. Thanks for my SoCal roots. Putting it in a taxable no, hundred percent no. Jason, I'm sorry. I, I grew up in Round Rock. Went to the mm -hmm. elementary, middle, and the high school in Round Rock, and I have as much disrespect for that community <laughs> as anybody possibly could. It's uh, yeah, it's just it's funny. You know, when I was there, it was like a small town. Now it is, uh, you know like Mall of America type place. Right. But yeah. And I think there's not one thing that works for everybody who comes to really anything. Like some people like that, you know, they don't yeah. like the hassle of crazy traffic and these tiny apartments that you pay, you know, right. $5,000 for 500 square foot. They some need people, an, Applebee, an Applebee's. I was just going to say, someone <laughs> wants to get drunk in an Applebee's because riblets and 22 beers is the way to go. And you can't do that in downtown Austin. And they're like suckers. Like, well... You just ate a riblet. I'm pretty sure you're the sucker. Let's be honest. <laughs> to each their own. To each their own. You don't have any riblets in your diet? Riblets? Not really my thing. I'm not too What's big your weakness? As, as, I mean, as a fitness, like, you guys, we don't YouTube this. We don't, we don't do the picture thing. Um, she is the Instagram person. We are not. 
we will take some pictures. We'll take some pictures. We'll also, but seriously, uh, it's, it's the bloating of, of me next door that's going to make it look bad. But what's your weakness? Okay. What's the one thing where you go, oh, yeah, I got to get this? I love chocolate, but sugar is so evil. Once you have a little bit, you just can't stop and you want more and more and you crave it. Almost, um, it activates certain same parts of the brain as like cocaine does. So um, obviously spikes up your blood sugar and you just keep craving it. And it's I mean, it's straight into cocaine's fat. horrible. It's evil. <laughs> cocaine, cocaine is horrible. Have you smelled I'm it? I'm not judging. It smells great. <laughs> it, smells, <laughs> it smells fantastic. I have not. It smells the MDMA so and cocaine. MD, MDMA and cocaine smell really good. They're like a flower. You, if you put them on the flower like petals, you, it's it's not, it's not terrible. <laughs> By the way, I'd like someone. I'd like someone to try to try to spell with the English language this. Spell that. Um, yeah, no, not gonna happen. So I, I have a random question for you, as as Angelina Jolie, and we're. She is doing her thing, and she's kicking she's ass and taking now. names, and she's a brunette now, mm -hmm. and she has, she's lost her significant other, and I, I don't know your relationship status, so um, I don't I don't want to assume either or male or female. I don't want to assume gender in any way, but Whoa, I don't does discriminate. I don't well no one should, <laughs> uh, but does your job, whether it's with on it as an ambassador, whether it's with the chive, whether it's as a fitness model. Um, what is the mental gymnastics you put a potential significant other through before uh, they are your significant other? I think it takes a very secure person. And once you really get to know me, you don't feel insecure about any of it. Because um, I think I've learned to balance these things pretty well. And they don't, first of all, that's they do not define me. They do not make me who I am. It's just something that I do. You know, mm -hmm. there's a whole separation between a lot of people meet you and they the first question they ask um, is like, "What do you do?" But there's a, a huge definition between like, "What do you do for work?" or "What do I do?" Because what I do for work can be one thing, right? And that's like five percent of my life. But what do I do and what it is that makes me tick is a whole different story. It's like, which one do you want to know? So that's just such a small part of my life that I don't think I should be fully, you know, associated with. Uh, and yeah, bikini pictures. I grew up in Russia, and Russia is conservative in some parts, but in Europe in general, um, being topless is okay. Like in the UK, there's a a, a, a newspaper that comes in daily. Uh, it's called The Sun, and they have a third page three, and all the models are topless, and that's a national newspaper. So obviously, their perception of nudity and sex is completely different from what it is uh, in America. And the UK, it's just boobs. It's okay. Everybody has a pair. In America, it's like, oh my God, there's the showing a little bit of a nipple. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Bert Kreischer should probably do a stand-up show in in Russia, considering how he takes his shirt off every time he does stand-up. I think it would fit right in. <laughs> yeah, you know, Bert, he's a he's a shirt off enthusiast for sure. <laughs> shirt off enthusiast. I have to look him up. <laughs> no, he's actually he's pretty funny. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, got a Russian bit, so he actually and I won't do his bit um, because I'm not. By the way, I have a side note. Market, I think, I, by the way, I think Bert might have said this. I forget who said this, but my mind, because I'm thinking of Bert, probably said this. But nonetheless, mark that. Let's go to this real quick. Bert does a bit where he's in Russia. Mm -hmm. So he took a Russian class at Florida State. And they said, hey, we need to uh, have so many kids involved. And then you go to Russia. 
he was on a train in Russia and he met the Russian mafia and he became friends with the Russian mafia and he robbed that train and several other trains. Oh my god, I mafia. saw that. I just saw that on YouTube not very long ago. Yes. yes. I, like, I saw that. Fuck that dish. We're in Russia. <laughs> uh, so that's so but also that's right. I find it interesting and I didn't and I say I don't I didn't want to do Bert's bit. I don't know it verbatim to do Bert's bit. But I do find it interesting. So and I'm sure that you've seen these here in the U.S. and, and, and Jason knows of these as well. Whether it's Little Kiss, there, there's cover bands everywhere, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's certain things like you can just you can cover music, you can make a, a Cobra, Ford Cobra replica. There's all these things you can do, mm -hmm. but there's one thing you can't do. And Jason is a world famous stand up comedian. Uh -oh. I want I want you to answer this. Why can't I go to Vegas, dress up as Burt Kreischer, put on a little extra weight, sorry Burt, and then just do his old bits? Right. I think even better, yeah, just become a full-on cover comedian. Yeah. Like, uh, Why can't you do that? You, Why can't you do Eddie Murphy Raw? Yeah, if you go see... In a red, if you, by the way, if you came out in a red leather jumpsuit and you did Raw, <laughs> if that doesn't sell out in Vegas... Yeah. Go fuck yourself, America. That's what we're about. But yeah, if you go see a cover band, they're gonna go from Journey to uh, you know uh, Bon Jovi and play maybe a little Toe the Wet Sprocket, Street Boys, and all, all of all of the hits. So yeah, if you just did five minutes of Eddie Murphy, then five minutes of Jerry Seinfeld, and then five minutes, yeah, that's all a, their old shit. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Why aren't we ripping people off more? That is <laughs> <laughs> like Napster started it. They're like, fuck it, listen. There's all these cover bands. Let's do it for everyone. Metallica said, we don't mind the cover bands, but just don't take our real material. I'm wondering why old material, because comics don't do old material anymore, because there's the internet. Right. Right. So why can't I do the real material and make money? I'll give 20% to a charity. I think you can. Is there a law that says you can't? Nobody well, comics, has done Comics it, are super aggressive yeah, the, about... Like the ethics of comedy would say that that's, that's hacked. You can't do that. So there's not an actual law. It's just almost like... Right. It's just like the code. Oh, Ethics of it. comedy playing yeah. at ACL. Uh, they are. Or Moon Tower, I guess. Right, right, right. <laughs> just, they're doing an, an instrumental at Moon Tower. <laughs> Assholes. No, I just I think it's I think it's fascinating and also mm -hmm. very weird. Um, back, back, back to you, young lady. Where in this world, if, if you were a spy, um, are you a double agent? Or are you just... Are, are you just are you working to bring down the Eastern Bloc, or are you working both sides to try to figure out what you want to do? Where are you at as a, as, as a spy? Well, I do have two passports, right? I know. This is so, what terrifies me and at the same time intrigues me. And it's pretty awesome because usually most of the time Russian passport is pretty useless. You can just only go to Russia and some of the Eastern Bloc. Do you don't bring it around here? Just be like, what? And they just hand them a Russian passport. And they look at you like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, learn how to read, asshole. Just for the like, shock factor. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> Well, I've done that. Uh, real quick, and I, 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 I get to cut you off because mm -hmm. I want—I really want to go down this tangent real quick, rabbit hole guy. Um, Greece and Russia. Mm -hmm. Greece and Russia. Greece and Russia. What the fuck happened to your alphabets? Everyone else has A, B, C, D, E, F, G, <laughs> and you guys are like, have you turned left at the triangle square hieroglyphic dog fucking a pony with a unicorn shitting out uh, some some cupcakes? Have you turned left there? That's where you want to turn left. Right. Is that is that a place? No, it's it's our alphabet. 
this 33 letters, guys. Cyrillic. 33 it's letters really to be like, that's left. Yep. What happened? <laughs> when did you guys just say, fuck it, we're just doing our own shit and we're being super We're not Latin-based language. That's what makes it so confusing. Because our N is your H. And your P is our R. Wow. And our triangle is your right. Q. What is your... It's, it's, <laughs> you don't have a Q. That's the weirdest thing. How do you say quit? Right. If you don't have a Q. What is your N word? Is that a, <laughs> edit that out. That's, that's, <laughs> you know what their N word is? It's hi. You say hi to someone in Russia and they're like, well, that guy's what? racist. No. Hey, 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 hey. Go to Germany with that shit, you asshole. You're like, we what? Actually, I waved hi. We actually Go to don't Germany. have a lot of black people in Russia at all. Like when I grew up. By the way, I'm not going to lie. When you're attractive and white and you say that, it sounds racist. <laughs> and it was weird because the first black person I've ever seen was from Jamaica in Moscow uh, when I was like 13 years old. I went to visit my dad. Did you call your friends? I was like, oh my God, I sure did. I called my parents. I said, guys, can you believe this? Because, you know, Russia is a very diverse country. It's not just white people. It doesn't sound diverse when you say, I saw right. my first black guy at right. 13 and they freaked out and <laughs> to told my fair, parents. Uh, from Round Rock, I had almost the exact same experiences. <laughs> How <laughs> is it that I'm from Montana and my mother's like 17th husband was black? And I'm from huh. Whitefish, Montana. Yeah. Population 4,000. Wow. Yeah. Diversity it's wins big, in Montana. Big melting pot. Big melting pot of Montana. So I'm sorry. So it's you, a you, met a, you, 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 you saw you saw a black guy for the first time when you I were did. when you were 22. Yeah. And he was almost 22, <laughs> close enough. But anyways, he studied. Uh, he was part of the international exchange program at one of the big universities in Moscow, Moscow State University. And he came from Jamaica. Moscow State University I'm and English. <laughs> How good is the football team at Moscow State University? Uh, or do you guys do hockey? What's your, um, what's your national sport? Definitely, definitely hockey. Nobody plays American football, obviously. Um, do you play soccer more than hockey? Soccer, yeah. Soccer is huge. Frozen fields? Don't care? Uh, don't care, really. <laughs> we tried to force it on you a couple decades ago. You we remember did. NFL we Europe? This. NFL yeah. Europe uh, existed for. Yeah, a handful of seconds, and then like they were like, "No, genius. we'd rather not." We're trying it again too. We're taking it to London. Have uh, we tried? So NFL, NFL Europe and like Disney Europe both fucking failed. <laughs> like, listen, take your mouse and take your goddamn football and get out of here. We've got one. Baseball's not good. Baseball's just not a popular sport at all. Like I, I never saw a baseball game until I moved to the U.S. Now it's getting more popularity. More uh, athletes are actually going to Russia to play it, but. Uh, but soccer is huge. Taking my parents to World Cup this year, so that's yeah. kind of exciting. Are you working at the World Cup, or are you just I'm, going for fun? I'm going to do a couple of events. Uh, mm -hmm. Believe it or not, for the Colombian soccer team. So I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. I just got my jersey shipped. Is Katarina Schlott on it? Wow, kind of exciting. Nice. Uh, how many of those letters break down into cocaine? <laughs> Fair uh, question. Oh. Don't Columbia. know. I don't know how to answer that. So <laughs> no. So 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 then so the Colombia team sponsored you. So uh, there's a couple of events that they're doing in conjunction with a Russian soccer team um, and that I'm going to be a part of. Can't okay. give away too many details quite yet, but it's coming up. So if you guys follow me on Facebook and Instagram, you're going to find out soon enough, a couple of weeks. Enough. I like uh, that. But it's, it's a huge adventure that I'm uh, taking on uh, next Saturday, actually. It's coming up. So I'm flying into London, going to visit my friends in Stockholm, so celebrating Memorial Day weekend there. And then going to Budapest, um, then France. Memorial Day in Stockholm. I, I imagine that's a... Uh, Something different. That's, yeah. That's a, it's like, Memorial Day in San Quentin. Right. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, this is kind of like a prison. Um, it's it's be just cold, because so. Stockholm sounds like a prison. <laughs> Stockholm. It's it just Sweden. Does. Everybody's blonde and hot and blue-eyed. And, and they, eat dead, they eat dead rotting fish. 
Sweden sounds hot and attractive until you smell their breath. <laughs> if you see all the food, it's like Scottish. Scottish women are like, oh, I don't understand what she's saying, but she's so cute. And then you're like, she just had haggis. I don't oh. want to talk to her. <laughs> I don't want to How talk do you to you. Come up with that. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is where, this is where my br- this is where my brain you. goes. You're like texting me and be like, "Hey, I just talked to a hot Swedish guy. Wow, awful breath. I mean, you for sure, correct. I should get oh, sponsored sorry. by Wrigley gum as well and just pass it around. <laughs> maybe maybe orbits. You How about hey Altoids? Where the fuck are you over here, huh? <laughs> Have you smelled it? This guy just ate rotting shark dick. And he's just like coming up to me with caviar and a spoon going, how are you? And you're like, I don't know. You're 6'2", you've got 2% body fat, and it sounds like, it smells like you just ate a shit. Jesus. Rotting shark dick is actually uh, ketonerific, I'm pretty sure. Probably. But it's probably protein, ketone. protein, high fat. John McAfee, the only other place he can go where his breath smells good is Sweden. How about Russian? I know you guys so do you, I'm sorry, do you not, do you, do you understand? Okay, so Isn't John McAfee. Joke? No, it's. So there's a Netflix thing about John McAfee. Do you know what John McAfee is? Mm-hmm. Yep. McAfee? Yep. So he had this harem of women. Mm-hmm. And after he ran back to the U.S., this documentary person went down. and They were interviewing all the people around John McAfee's life. Mm-hmm. And they're talking to ladies. Like, so you were part of the, the women with John McAfee. And right. Yes, of course I was. It's like, okay, well, what was it like being paid for sex? And they're like, no, I'm not talking about. No, no. And he's like, you were part of John McAfee's harem. And they're like, 100%. Yep. It's like, okay, well, what was it like having sex with John McAfee? Never had sex. Uh, what do you mean never had sex? No, I, I, I never had sex. But Jordan never came up. <laughs> and so, so what, what happened? We sat in hammocks where the butt section was cut out, and huh. he would masturbate and we would poop in his mouth. I, I don't judge. I judge. I judge. 100% I judge on that one. How dare you? <laughs> I judge on bad breath. The guy has a beard, which means, did you have to let it linger? And also, hey, bro, what are you doing to your dentist? That's an awful scenario for everyone involved. And you've had to talk, then then you know he's on meth or whatever he's on. He's running around, he's chatting people up, and he's at the local bar being like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, hey. um, People have the weirdest fetishes, and I actually can't. I saw some of them. I can relate to it 100% because people email me with the weirdest things. Uh, Talk to me about your top top three weirdest fetishes. Oh my god, I have so many. I, I wouldn't even know what to say. Oh, the top one. Um, so this guy. I or just what do, weirds you out the most? Like I, I used to do fitness competitions, right? So during fitness competitions, you have to buy special kind of shoes. Uh, that kind of look like stripper shoes, like clear platform, but you, they only have to be five inches, not taller, not lower, uh, because they judge you solely by the appearance of your physique, right? So. Um, and these shoes get why, is so... There, is there a science by why it's five inches? Uh, I have no clue. They okay. just justify just it somehow. Anyway, so they get really... The shoes get really disgusting because you get this nasty bodybuilding tan that's like yellowish and it's melting off of you while you're on stage sweating. We, we see that in our president every day. Uh, <laughs> close to that. <laughs> anyway, shoes get really disgusting because of that. And there's this guy contacting me and he said, uh, how much are your shoes for the competition? They're about 70 bucks. And he said, I'm going to pay triple that if you mail them to me right after your competition when they're the sweatiest and the most covered in the competition spray tan. He just liked the idea that I just freshly won the competition wearing them. So that was one of them. And then there was... I'm uncomfortable now. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let me make you more uncomfortable. Like I thought, I, I thought you would feel uncomfortable sitting in between Jason and I in the Dirty Bill's booth. <laughs> and now I'm uncomfortable and I almost feel like I have to leave just knowing that that guy's out there. Did you mail I've on the shoes? I've had a successful Wednesday. Uh, yeah. I did. Actually, I did mail You did? You're like, fuck it. Now. I'm getting my money. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, I, I don't mind. I'm not, I'm not mad at you for getting the money. <laughs> I'm just, I'm weirded out by him just being like, this is how I get my Okay, so no, but he actually bought, yeah. you know, he literally bought everything I had to sell. So my calendars, my posters, um, my behind the like scenes. Like I put on some Lee Press on nails. Would you <laughs> like those? <laughs> well, why not? Weird little fucker. Uh, and then another weird one was a person asked me to pee in a bottle and then mail him daily urine. You know, urine's sterile, so I'm, I'm actually not weirded out by this <laughs> so, as much right. as. A, so and did I, you do he that? He was just trying to beat the drug test at no. work, honestly. He is. He's like, <laughs> I just, you know, does he think it's like golf where you can call in and be like, you know, he, he double tapped that putt. He's like, I tested urine myself and I want to let you know. She's on some HGH, bro. All right. I licked it. I can taste HGH. Yeah. Oh, Trust me. Oh, no. And you know, part of me, I'm like, collect all kinds of information judging about your urine. You know, it's kind of like the blood test. Like you can tell a lot about a person. Really? If you test the urine. So part of me was uh. like, is he trying to... I was a little paranoid. He's also just trying... Does, does your, is your DNA in your urine? Um, he's like trying to make another one know, of you. He's just... And he's like, no. A little Mix a little bit of this and a little bit <laughs> of this. Weird science style. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, he knows everything about you. Yeah. Well, there's that weird movie where the lady lost her husband. Mm-hmm. She took the DNA. She put it inside her. She had a baby that was her husband. She waited till he was 15, and then she started to have a relationship with that person because that was her husband. Next week on Talking During Movies. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't have. That's a real movie? That's a real movie. I don't know that one. It's not not comfortable for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a real story? I I don't think it's really possible. I mean, I think it's real. I think it's possible in China and Russia. (laughs) You guys, I saw Icarus. I think it's possible in, in Russia and China. Did you see Icarus? I did not, no. So Icarus is about the doping scandal, which got uh, a majority of the, the Russian athletes kicked out of. And that's a true story, though. It is kicked a true story. Of Sochi, yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys love to mask. The, I mean, not you guys. You're you're an American now. It's all about the flexing the muscle on somebody else. But it's. I mean, like everyone does it. I mean, Lance yeah. Armstrong is famous for saying everyone's broken the rules. And what the weird hey, thing he goes is, to is my that. Gym. It's, well, awesome. here's here's the crazy <laughs> thing, is that they know that the top fifteen people. Were doping. He's the only one who was removed. So he was removed for doping, but they also have positive tests on the other 15. They're like, leave him. It's fine. Right. I mean, if someone got fucked in the whole scenario, it was Lance. And and everyone knows that every country is trying to beat doping in some way. And there's just a scientist from Russia that came out. And he's like, this is how we beat it. This is what we do. Blah, 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 blah. And now his his wife and his kids are in prison in Russia, and he's on suicide watch here. Right. And it's crazy because at the end of the day, and and not to diminish what what you've done, but it is a fitness model competition because we are judging them on their looks, Lindsey Vaughn. We're judging them on their performance. We're judging them on, on, on how they look on a Wheaties box. We're judging them in every way, shape, or form as much as we're judging the country for how well they mask the drugs they're taking allegedly yeah it's a system it's a system everybody's doing it it's just some people get caught yeah i mean i don't you know jason and i don't get caught mm-hmm. because that's why we stopped performing <laughs> publicly we just didn't want it. we didn't want the pressure now jason's sister is and i brought this up before but um and i'm gonna i got i'm gonna actually use the restroom real quick but 
Your sister does professional bodybuilding. Yeah, stuff. Sort of, probably. Uh, she's a uh, she's a competition level power lifter. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but yeah, a couple of years ago, she competed in like a body transformation contest type thing. And so I had the really totally comfortable experience of going and watching my sister in some tiny bikini yes. turn and flex her ass at the crowd. And <laughs> That's I was part like, of the experience. All right. All right. That's great. Uh, but yeah, she's in that world. So you, you, uh, you, uh, do you still do that or you're retired from that game? I am pretty retired from this because I've realized that after you've done this for a while, it's counterproductive. And bodybuilding on that level is not mm-hmm. necessarily synonymous to health. And fitness, you know, when you take your body to that level and your body percentage is, body fat percentage is so low, it's hard on your joints, uh, your metabolic rate goes down, right? Um, you exhaust your adrenal system. So, in a long run, it's not really a good thing to yeah, do for yeah. your body. Yeah, she's, I mean, my sister's story is pretty incredible because she used to be a real fat shit. Uh, it's similar. She had this body. She had the Jason Dick family body, uh, and she lost something. I mean, like a, a, over a hundred pounds. She lost wow, a amazing. ton of weight, and and yeah, wound up being a, a competition uh, power lifter. Yeah. But that's kind of messed her up too. Like I now, bet. now she's got like her back is uh, messed up, and her the, the joints in her knees and stuff right. like that. Uh, and so yeah. But she's actually done something during the competition. My competition just involves front pose, back pose. Right, and right, right. Off and that's about it. So. Do you and so did you cut weight for those? I did. That was look, oh yeah. My, and yeah. water. Right, like she didn't drink water for a couple of days or yep. whatever because that's, yeah, that's how, you, how it makes you it makes you look the most cut or whatever. Absolutely, and yeah. then you load yourself up with carbs the next day, so your all right. the muscles pop right away, and you see the striations in your muscles. Right, and it's she, a whole. System. She's just a miserable cunt to be around most of the time, <laughs> and like when she hasn't had water in three days that's, or carbohydrates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this your sister? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because you, just now, stuff. Well, now, now you have you have your your co-host who is also doing some crazy. Yeah, uh, she is, is she doing the flexing with the? Are you is she? Are you going to go to that? And, <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just you're like I went through my sister with gonna it. I'm going to make it a, a point to go to all of these awkward uh, awkward situations. But yeah, <laughs> uh, follow my my radio co-host is at Deb O'Keefe on the Instagrams and all of those things. And yeah, she's going through, she's doing a, a similar type uh, contest where awesome. she's going to be flexing on stage in August or something like that. I, don't know. I, I, I totally pay attention. It's a lot of work. It's I know a lot what's of work. going on. It's 16 weeks of just torture and not eating what you want to be eating. And, and then you just pretty much are powerless when you come on stage and let all these people stare at you and judge mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. everybody works really hard, so... It's a very subjective industry to be in. You know, I've actually realized that uh, I've competed for about five years in these kind of competitions, um, more like aesthetic based, but I've never been in an athletic performance competition. So I'm thinking of doing a Spartan race at this October in California. So that'd be something different because nice. it's good to focus on the aesthetics, right? But Have um, you also, I mean, just, just throwing it out there, but mm-hmm. have you thought of maybe doing a, a similar type of Spartan race mm-hmm. where start at noon, and you just go drink for drink with Jason Dick and I throughout the whole <laughs> evening. Drinking marathon. A little drinking marathon. You can, if you have a husband or now or a boyfriend, whatever you have, bring him along, bring some friends, <laughs> and we'll just we'll just we'll just power through. Whole... I might not survive. <laughs> it's weird how it's, here's the weird thing though, and here's the funny thing, and this is why I bring it up. You will do figure out how to do a hundred pull-ups, but assuming 
instantly that you cannot go drink for drink with us and you instantly quit with us on that is, is hurtful. That you won't, you won't take that journey, but you'll be like, yeah. no, my hands will bleed. My feet will bleed. My knees will hurt. My back will break. I will bleed Spartan blood. You guys want to drink with us on Tuesday? No, nah, I'm afraid I can't do that. That sounds hard. That sounds like I can't handle it. Even if I did rosé the whole day, that sounds tough. Two drinks and I'm out. I'm just going to automatically lose, just warning you all. See, this is what I don't understand. <laughs> you know, It's like this guy right here. He's the Russian. He's going after it. He's like, listen, I'm going to blow everything up. I quit here. <laughs> but he went through 23 years of training to quit there. And what I don't understand is you have a mental, you have a Mickey Mantle gene. You have a mental <laughs> toughness and fortitude. And for some reason, you've decided that when it comes to cocktails, You've got to quit there. All right, let's do it. You know what? Speaking of cocktails, I had my first uh, shot of vodka when I was like 11. So, mm. I mean, I have it in me. I know that. I, know, I just I don't it. know, by the way, you quit so quickly. I don't know if you have it in you anymore. <laughs> I don't know. brought it out of me just, for such a long time. <laughs> just landed in, in, in Salt Lake City, and they're like, the Mormons just like, let's just touch her and just get rid of that boozy booze streak. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Put but some if, magic underwear on her and just make sure she never drinks again. I'm still under that spell, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I did not drink until I was 17 years old, maybe? Yeah. 18 years old? Something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah I remember I had a, a football coach, Coach Gonzalez, in seventh grade, who uh, it was like Friday after practice, and somebody said, what are you going to do this weekend, Coach? Are you going to go get a six-pack? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I just never felt like I needed alcohol to have fun. And young Jason Dick was like, that's awesome. That's terrific. I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm gonna do that. And then when I was 17 and drinking at a Super Bowl party, I was like, Coach Gonzalez, you dummy, man! You, you guys didn't tell me it was this good. Hey, Coach Gonzalez, you also needed a car to come down and coach football, but you used it. You know why? Made it easier, and a little more fun, champ. Hey, Coach Gonzalez, thanks. Is uh, is is drinking? How it's got, it's looked at differently in Russia. Oh than yeah, in the there's United no States, right? such a concept of prohibition here. I think the forbidden fruit is always sweet. So um, alcohol, you're tall and, tall enough to sit at the bar, you can drink. Uh, but also in Russia, for real? 18. Yeah, nobody cares. How tall are the bars? <laughs> <laughs> Fair question. It's pretty much. They're like three feet tall. Look tall. They're walking like what? Seriously, I mean, I had my first shot of vodka when I was 11. I would have, like, sips of wine. I would go to all these wine-tasting parties with my family when I was, like, 13. And I would have, like, a couple sips, and I'll feel sleepy. And my parents like, oh, she's probably a little tipsy. Just right, put her to bed. Right. It's just not a big deal. And uh, we can have, like, you know, a beer or a sip of wine, and nobody really gets obsessed with it. Here in America, it's, like, 21 years old. Everybody's like, let's get fucked up. Um, so I think it's just. Part I mean, of the you've been in America for two years. One, one year, you know, <laughs> d- d- like divorced right, right as soon as you saw the sexy Mormons in Salt Lake. What? Yeah, it's all. Where's your favorite place then? I mean, besides Dirty Books, where is your favorite place to uh, to uh, lace them up or, or have a have a have a couple of adult beverages here in Austin? I like to dance, so um, Barbarella is my favorite spot yeah. these days. So oh, I like, I've never been. I don't know what I'm Oh, saying. you have to come. If we're I, doing I, the drinking I, marathon, we have to. I mean, come listen. Out. You can you can decide the places we go, which is fine. I don't. I just don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I go to two places, maybe three. So uh, my, my my buddy Chad is uh, one of the partners in I in uh, Elm Group, so Irene's and Twenty Four Diner and all that jazz. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, Irene's is one I drink at. Dirty Bills is one I Great drink spot. at. Um, Trying to think where else that you know I'll, I'll go. I'll have hanging out with a girl who I don't know that well, 
who she and or one of her friends was like, we want to go dance. And so you were absolutely right. That's yep. the place where you, I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're going to go to Barbarella's. That's they, the place. They, they've always got dancing going on there. Yeah. Where's uh, it at? I don't even know where it's So we're on Red River. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've been to Mohawk. <laughs> uh, a <laughs> little like, closer to 6th Street. It is, yeah. It, it used to be... And is this now where homeless ge- people also the, dance? The geography... Right by the of, no offense, but... Uh, Red River over there now is kind of lost on me, but uh, it used to be like Spiro's back in the day, I think. Uh, I would have you remember where. Back in the... I mean, I'm just... The, the last time I was at yeah. Red River was when you came out for the Live Nation party thing that I had in that... Oh, Yeah. Are you actually from Austin? I was born in Austin. I'm the one. Wow. Yeah. You're one of like three people I know who's I can, actually from Austin. I can walk down the, through the streets of downtown and tell you what that place used to be and what that place used to be and what that place used to be. When there was no skyline. <coughs> it's funny. We just watched this video what Austin used to be in the 80s. And it was crazy because, you know, they showed off the skyline and the Ladybird Lake and it just looks completely different. Yeah. It looks, looks completely clean. different from three years ago. <laughs> well, you know, there's like... 20,000 dead bodies in Lady oh Lake. I mean, every every week they're like fish another one out Shh, don't tell the news <laughs> I, we we had uh, we yeah. had you know we, we, I've had we've had news people in here I'm like ah, question how many dead bodies in Lady Bird Lake they're like I don't swim in there I don't let my dog swim in there <laughs> I have one of the best friends who works for the for uh, Fox News here so he every time who, he tells me oh, the it, stories oh, it's the, one of the guys the morning, the uh, yeah, morning show? Uh, he is the, um, he's a videographer. His name is Jeremiah. He's awesome. So every time he tells me all his stories, I'm like, please don't. <laughs> Just talk about something life-loving for once. I mean, I don't jog around Ladybird Lake anymore because I just want to breathe in dead bodies. <laughs> don't tell me that. Place. No, it really is. I mean, and snakes. There's a lot of snakes. Yeah, and uh, Scorpios and... Um, Scorpios? That's, I'm, Scorpios. I'm, I'm, I'm a Scorpio. I was born number 19. Just, just Jason a, Dix hanging out. That's how you know I'm from Russia. <laughs> you know, uh, being from Russia, it's so funny. I always say all these crazy things. Um, my friends always make fun of me. One of them is, you know how you say, like, shit, ha- uh, shit hit the, the fan? I would say, shit hit the fans. And then I would not understand what's wrong hmm. with it. Did you and think then, someone had diarrhea? Uh, <laughs> with multiple I would just fans? have no idea. I would just think it's like a set expression. I'm like, shit. Hit the, the fence. That's how things get really bad. And then I learned that it's not the right way to say it. All right, <laughs> so it's like, play, play it by things. ear. And you're yeah. like, mean play it by ear? No, by ear. <laughs> I don't know why we're playing it by your ear. Do you hear better than me? What the fuck is going on? Let's play it by ear. And by ear, I mean by minute. And by minute, I mean like, just tell me now what the fuck you want to do. Stop being so vague, <laughs> asshole. Oh, I have another funny one. So... Uh, Chai came up with their Christmas uh, t-shirt collection and they have uh, like a little mistletoe when you like lift up the shirt has a little mistletoe so I'm showing off uh, showing it off to my friends and I'm like hey guys look at my camel toe and they all just (laughs) die laughing they still remind me like uh, every Uh, day what was this recent did Um, you figure out what the camel toe was and wasn't (laughs) it was about a couple years back a couple years ago now I know better (laughs) now you're like just hey all guys, these little things that didn't. I don't know that that's a little thing. I'm just I'm. <laughs> I don't know that mistletoe and camel toe. It's, it's like Santa Claus. No? It's like check out Satan. He's gonna bring you gifts. I mean Santa. <laughs> no. So, how did you get involved with uh, with John and, and and the chai? Those those crazy kids. They pretty much discovered me. One of their talent. Um, 
talent managers. Um, she's not with them anymore, unfortunately. Carmen, best girl ever. So she just oh, found Carmen. me on social media. Yeah, Carmen Dickman. We yeah. miss her. So I know Chelsea Banks. Yes, Chelsea's amazing yes, too. Yes, Chelsea's amazing. So, yes. Actually, neither of them are with the Chive anymore, no, I know, unfortunately. They're not. So, but these are Blue uh, Chive. my first impression of the Chive. I know. Now they have a lot of uh, awesome, you know, uh, freshly out of UT or Texas State grads, which are doing uh, a good job as well. I think it's funny. Every time there's an opening at the Chive, I always apply mm-hmm. for it because I'm 43. 100% I do. I'm like, no, right I'm in. young and I'm fine. I'm, 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 I like to drink. And they're just like, I'm sorry, when's his birthday? Is it 1974? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. And listen, if his birthday is in 2002, he can't come play with us. But I love, I love the Basically. rejection letter, which is like, thank you so much. Your talents are amazing. You're too fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we don't need some old guy it. in the corner going, this is my Viagra. They just stop. Or we don't need some HR person being like, you know, you can't email boobs. Don't do it. You can't? Well, wow. I mean, you know, when you're a corporation, it's a weird thing. Like, right. Jason, you understand. True that. Uh, yeah, although I misbehave on my email all the time. Uh, just because, not, not like horrifically, but uh, I know that while my company probably frowns on it, they lack the technology to really monitor it, so <laughs> you can get away with that. Now, real, real quick, just to catch everyone up because we've been watching this movie diligently. Leave Schreiber, uh, best known for Ray Donovan. Uh, how dare you? No, NFL but... Films narrator. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I teed that up for you, you NFL loving motherfucker, and sorry. you said Ray Donovan. Yeah, sorry, that was that was not. Leave Schreiber, good. NFL Films. Narrator, uh, he's actually a secret Russian plant as well, and now he looks like it. Like if you see this without, without the audio, and you look at Leave now, and you're like, hundred percent, he's he's a Russian plant. He's from Russia. Yep. And Angelina Jolie doesn't look like she looks like every person in Europe. You could be like, she's Swedish, of course. She's German, hundred percent. She's English. I get it. <laughs> Depending on the um, wig. Yeah, I mean, she is now. She's got a short boy haircut. She's she looks like one of the cast from Dumb and Dumber, but she makes that haircut work, unlike anyone she else in Dumb and Dumber. It. She rocks it. <laughs> Leave has had the same haircut since he was born. Whether he's Wolverine, uh, older brother, or anything else, it's just the haircut. Ray Donovan haircut doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He's just a badass with one haircut. And, and crazy eyebrows. I'd like to trim those eyebrows. Just, just you know, do you do the 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 right eyebrow in. with the with the with the the string that? Yeah, it's up? called threading. Uh, it's really painful. Um, that doesn't sound just, like fun. Oh my god, not no, at hang all. On. Now, what do you do? I'm not familiar not with this all. process. Threading. Um, it was actually invented in jail by like women in jail. So it's a mm. piece of string that cuts off your um, the, you know, your 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 hairs on certain areas that you want to be cut off. So okay. I'm not very good at threading at all. I usually just get it done, and I just hate my life every second of the way. Um, but yeah, it was invented by by women in jail who right. just had no other way to. They were make trying to strangle each other, and yeah. accidentally one day somebody trimmed up their eyebrows. They're like, God damn it, that was that, that worked, worked great. <laughs> Tammy, do that again, just in my face. <laughs> what part? <laughs> No, no, put your pants on again. Yeah. Just do the do the strangle thing, but just to my face. That was invented in jail. Are you serious? Yeah. That's bro science. And yeah. someone emails me. That. If I get 20 dick pics <laughs> of, of, of penises pulling out hairs from... 
It's all my fault. It's I apologize. all your fault. Have you ever been to jail? I have, yes. Oh. Actually, by or... mistake. It's the weirdest thing. So we were shooting and um, just taking pictures for fun in a oh, like, like parking car. I like how like yeah. we were shooting. <laughs> we were shooting children. Hold on. Uh. By that I mean taking yeah. pictures. With right. No one died. <laughs> no, nobody died at all. Nobody even. Were you topless with the kids? Not at all. I was wearing. Don't you want these? Clothing. <laughs> you want these biceps or yeah. Carter? <laughs> How would I get my no, grandfather to no, no, no. reincarnate him and have you run 10 miles and do 20 pull-ups every day before you don't me, you lazy fuck? After a cold shower. Take a cold shower, you little asshole. I'm going to take my kid take a cold shower every day now. Why? You have, have you seen Katharina? Have you seen her? What is she doing? She's being smart. Taking cold showers. You seriously take cold showers every day? I do, every single day. And Jesus actually, Christ. one of my uh, things to do within the next couple of years is uh, climb Kilimanjaro with Wim Hof. He's the one that kind of started Oh, I know Wim very up. well. I'm just curious if, if her cold shower. Now, Jason, because you've had shower sex before. Yeah, of course. Um, of course. One, you can Not drown. One, I hope. one, you can drown in shower sex. <laughs> Two, I love the idea of some guy just, and I don't know if you have a boyfriend or not, and, and no one cares. Um, well, there's probably, there's actually about 175 people that send me dick pics that do care. <laughs> but, <laughs> hold on. Sorry. No, no, don't, don't apologize. I just wish I had that algorithm built in that you have. <laughs> the dick blur the dick, algorithm. The dick blur algorithm. <laughs> but I'm just curious, when some guys was like, hey, sexy time. You're like, yeah, let me just rinse off. He's like, no, rinse off with you. And then that cold shower hits, and we know how the penis reacts to any temperature change <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> any temperature change. Bad it could be too that. hot. It could be too cold. Anything out of the ordinary. And by ordinary, <laughs> I mean what's happening at that exact moment creates an expressive amount of shrinkage. Yep. <laughs> Once again, the confident man that still climbs in that cold shower with you and is just like, is that a third nipple? That's my dick. That's just my dick. It's just my dick. It's a third nipple. It's... Yeah. Do you do you do you take a hard left turn out of the cold shower when you've got a significant other? I'm that's not like... that cruel, guys. That might look like it, but it just does not. <laughs> do you do, work. do you like? I'll do a warm shower with you just so yeah. we can just so I'll we can compromise. almost just so we can almost drown ourselves in shower sex. Because whether it's you can, rainfall, you can drown yourself when you oh, take it. What a, kind of weird? Shower and having sex. Are you serious? I've almost drowned that? myself like a couple of times because I have the, the runway on top, so it all drops down, ah, and then I have the rainfall yeah. piece, and then you've got the sprayer piece, and you can turn them all on at the same time if you just want to have a crazy time. But the crazy time, I mean, like it's got to be like you were working in the yard all day and you're completely dirty, and you're like, let's clean each other up, uh, yeah. and then turn them all off and have sex. Sounds but any theory. any any one of those are on. There's a chance at some weird angle that a yep. hip or a butt or a knee hits the the where she's having a good time or you're having a good time and it drowns the other person. It's just right in their throat. You're like, bah. that's terrible. That just yeah. killed terrible. it for me. <laughs> Shower sex is awful. I've had people compare sex with me to waterboarding, but I don't. I, I don't. Uh, it was. Think of anyone, it was more of a metaphor. Was it cold said. waterboarding or warm waterboarding? Because that's that's that's. <laughs> In Katharina's world, this is the, the temperature is a big deal. Right, it's a huge deal. Hang on, you take the cold shower, you warm it up at the end, right? Like that's always thought that you, you it's like you, you shock yourself, but then you can warm it up after that, right? Yeah, I usually so it's kind of a tricky part because you can't really shave in the cold shower, so you have to do all that preparation prior. Uh, but I usually take a, a warm shower separately, or I'll take a bath separately. Like she's like, uh. I take a warm bath and then. <laughs> 
And then. And then. I'm like, sir, you're going to want to step away for this. <laughs> Why? It's negative 22 degrees. Just it's damn up. near fucking ice just shooting at me. <laughs> Your dick can't handle it. Not me, close. I'm from Russia. I've got a female body that can handle temperature change like a fucking champion. We are tough. You would not believe that. <laughs> no, I believe it. I've seen Russian videos where it's just like, jump off a 20-story building, land in snow. That's what we do for fun. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> you know, like, that kid's going to die. He got up and he's doing it again. Amazing. Yep, pretty much. I mean, uh, to survive in Russia, you have to be tough, whether a male or a female. Uh, that's why parents raised me this way. You know, I pretty much did everything and anything. Um, speak three languages, do pull-ups in the morning, play the piano, did gymnastics. Uh, uh, no offense, school, your fingers don't look long enough to play the piano. Um, I used to for 12 years. Don't do it anymore. Hmm. Hold on, put them up. There we go. I have tiny. No, no, no. You have. There we go. I have tiny fingers. I mean, you don't look but like you have. I'm only five four, so that'd be weird if I would have uh, long fingers. No, yeah, right? that would be piano fingers. Uh, I'd be, be one of those like alien girls. Hi. <laughs> By the way, this is <laughs> the, you describing Russia is this is all this right here, and all this right here Obviously. is when Liev Schreiber, he's got a knife, and Angelina Jolie's like, hey, guess what? Fuck you, and hang yourself, you son of a bitch. I believe this is you right here going, cold showers! <laughs> cold showers! Except the, the blood all over my face part. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a broken nose or anything. You're just like, fuck it. I, this is, listen, if you can't do this with me. So, do you have, I've seen pictures. Do you have a boyfriend? It looks like you have a boyfriend. I do, yeah. You have a boyfriend. He's awesome. He seems awesome. He's handsome as hell. Jesus Christ. Oh, he, he did some stalking on my social media after all. <laughs> I did. I did a lot of stalking. Uh, so you have a handsome gentleman. I saw, I saw actually in all of your social media, I've seen like two pictures of where you're like, this is my guy or this is my thing. You know, I try not to post is he pictures shy? with him. Uh, not at all. Um, before when I would do posts with him, mm -hmm. he would get all kinds of hate mail too. Of people get, I didn't get hate mail. I just got dick pics and like, did you send this to her? <laughs> Everyone was really excited that I actually got to talk to you. Your so, boyfriend seems like if he just posted his email, it would be easier for him to just be like, hey, good job. Um, not up to par. Better at handling. Can that? Can you? Can I? Can I see a picture of that in a cold shower? <laughs> With oh. a thermometer next to your dick. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> does he take cold showers? He does, yes. But we do not Jesus, have not together? sex in a cold shower, no. no. But you guys take cold showers Terrible. together? Just shiver together? Uh, sometimes we do, yeah. We actually encourage each other. We just say, don't be a little bitch. That's what I usually <laughs> tell him. <laughs> I like, I like, I like how she says, we encourage each other. This is what I tell him. Right. She never says what he says, which is like, you know, we have warm water in America. <laughs> He's like, it's like, don't be a bitch. We have warm water in America. Shut the fuck up. Don't be jumping. It's for health reasons. You can do it. There's a cryotherapy place right around the corner. It is. I do that too. But I feel like it doesn't, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? I that's, know I disagree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, unless lots of, it, lots of things have weakened me. Yeah, I mean, unless they kill you. Alcohol is the only thing I believe. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Alcohol, mushrooms, and uh, and marijuana. Damn. All right. I love. I love I'll go. Mushrooms. I'll go with the number two and number three alcohol. Do you like it's mushrooms? Not really my drug of choice. Love them absolutely. Oh, mushrooms are great. I got stuck in a room that was in three plexiglass walls and one velvet wall doing a business meeting. I was high on mushrooms. Uh -oh. and, wow. and I well, I texted the bartender. I was like, hey, listen, I want your phone number. She's like, well, I said, I don't. She said, 
I'll delete it up. You can delete it off my phone afterwards. <laughs> I need you to bring me beers. I have a meeting. She's like, okay. And then I was so high that she would walk, and it looked like she was walking through the wall. I bet. I believe that. Fucked up. And then I got stuck in there because I couldn't figure out how to get out. <laughs> and I finally texted him, like, hey, listen, I need you to bring a couple more beers. Mm-hmm. And then I need to, how to figure out how to get out of here. And she stood in the open doorway, and I just, I was like, you're cut in half. She's like, grab my hand. And then my friend was just like, How much you eat? You know, four grams. Oh, wow. That's like a heroic dose. Right? <laughs> oh, no. Three to five grams. Third time. Wow. I love, I I love going extreme. Uh, Jason Dick knows this from the, there, there's been, so this is, this is, this will be fun. This is something we haven't talked about. We've talked about mushroom trips a couple times. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Jason Dick and I, um, I believe the first time, I introduced myself to Jason Dick. I, I, I sent him a couple emails and some weird stories because they were talking about weird stories on on, mm-hmm. on their show. And he, he shared one. And I remember Deb saying, who'd you get this from? And he goes, ha, 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 I have a new friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all I said. And this was like eight years ago. And then so a couple of things happened. And then Ginger Palooza happened. And he was on board. And then we got to meet. Mm-hmm. And then we drank together all day during Ginger Palooza. And then I got to introduce. That was a good idea. That was a good was... idea. Horrible idea. And then I got to introduce his band. And I introduced his band so loud and with so many vulgarities that the bars next door actually came over and, and asked us to be quiet Uh-oh. as as Jason played. And I remember like I was I was so drunk that um, I brought him a Paps the Ribbon and he's sponsored by Bud Light as, as, as kind of a lifestyle person. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, I drink Bud Light. And I'm like, no, yes, for a Paps the Ribbon. He's like, 100%. I didn't ask for a Paps the Ribbon. My drummer will have a Paps the Ribbon, but I drink Bud Light. <laughs> And I was like, fine, here you go. Mm-hmm. And so I gave his drummer one. I came back with more Bud Lights and did that. And then the next year or the following year, I think it was the next year, I invited him to my birthday party because I got his phone number, which he didn't, I don't think he wanted me to have. <laughs> and, <laughs> this and, is the best meet cute I've ever heard, by the way. <laughs> isn't this great? And he came to my birthday party and we were here drinking in here. And I slapped his ass so hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now he remembers. <laughs> I was hammered. And then there just became this this weird thing where mm-hmm. my hand is Sester's ass, and so therefore we were friends. And I had done some stuff with Live Nation and had some other experiential marketing stuff. And I was invited into things, and then he started inviting me to things. And then we got mm-hmm. to such good friends that when he did his uh, memorial, uh, his May 5th, his single to Mile barbecue, he didn't invite me at all. <laughs> That's how, because he knew how drunk I was going to be. And he's just like, he, he can't show up. So then Roger, my producer, and I got drunk at my place and um, with a couple other people randomly. For the record, I invited like three people. Uh, the, my roommates invited a lot of people. I, everybody's mad at me now because I didn't invite them. For the record, he told me, are you free? And I said, yes. And he goes, I'll send you a text. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, and I, I waited. No, not taking I, that back and then And then I ordered Drizzly. Drizzly. <laughs> <laughs> they brought me six six packs of beer. Roger and I finished four of those. Oh, nice! How do we get from mushrooms to butt slapping? Yeah, That's I don't what know. I want to know. It was <laughs> more the relationship of Jason Dick and I. Right. No, but it was it was a, it's a fun thing because no, and I, and I bust his balls about this. Listen, the, the funny thing is, is that it's a weird combination, and I bring this up because I believe mm-hmm. you have weird combinations of, of friends, of where you sit, of. Of, and you've talked a little bit about of what you do and what you don't do, right? Right. Which is a very long circle to get back. But 
like Jason's a single guy. He, he owns a home. He's got a swimming pool. He does these fun parties. He does this. And then he's got this person in his life who is me, who's got a kid mm-hmm. and a wife and I live in Circle C. And, and, I, and, I, and I really live out this life where I rarely come downtown and do stuff. And you get along just fine. Yeah. And we get along just fine. And we have, we have fun. I love to bust his balls about things. But at the same time, like, I'm probably not taking an Uber all the way to your house because it's $60. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's, it's a, but, and then I wonder, like, in, in your life, in this, weird, in this weird place where you've got a boyfriend and you've got people sending you stuff and you've, you've got all this stuff, where, where in this, I mean, I'm, evidently I'm some handsome gentleman, very, seems super confident, mm-hmm. uh, seems very, 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 like a very nice guy. Very much so. Um, where in, a, in all of this do you draw the line? Like, where do you go, hey, this is, this is for my boyfriend, and, right. uh, and then this is, this is for everyone. Because the chive pushes the envelope, right? The chive pushes that angle. And, mm-hmm. and it seems like you've you've delivered on a line or you've delivered on who you work with and who you won't work with that, right. that, that says that. You know, um, first of all, he's very confident and he's very open-minded too. It hasn't always been this way. I feel like we both helped each other grow quite a bit. When we first met, maybe some of the things, some of the jobs I would take, even, you know, the jobs with the chive, um, would shock him a little bit. But once you really get to know me and realize that I treat it as work and I'm completely professional when it comes to that. Uh, but also, back to the open-minded part, I mean, we host all kinds of fun costume parties. I mean, we host, like, pasty parties. Do you guys know what pasties are? Of course. Of course. Oh, no. Most <laughs> knows what pasties are. You know, night, I have some night. actually in my purse. You want to see some? There's some that in the form of emojis. They're the ones that cover your uh, your nipples. That's what they are. It's like in front instead. Oh, of, so it's like it's like those shitty like, strip clubs in LA that they're oh like, yeah. we can show you our boobs, and if you see our nipple, <laughs> the, the doors yeah, are gonna fall off forbid. this place. So, anyways, we don't really have the same perception of like nudity as most people do. So for him, oh, here they are. See, there's one in the little winking emoji. Don't ask me why. I have double pasties in my purse. Yeah. Big deal. Just another Man, one the say. winky one is sizable. That is how fun are they? I know. How, like that's a big, the whole thing. That's a big areola cover right there. Whereas, whereas the winky one's like, hey, listen, there's for, for I've, got, I've got I've got I've got I've got a circumference tan over here, but um, <laughs> I'm covering much. a nipple. Pretty much. So, anyways, it's like a. Do you have really friends at Do you have friends at your parties? You're like, do you have a bigger emoji? <laughs> Pick listen, your own size. <laughs> listen, I have Lindsay Peel size areolas, right. and I just. Sorry, I don't <laughs> exactly. want to wear two. I think that's I think that's aggressive. <laughs> I just wear I'll just wear a, I'll just wear a clear bra at that point. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Pretty much. But anyways, we're, we're both very open minded. We've we've grown to be very open minded, and not how have you grown? You said we've grown. How have you grown? Um, it seems like we both used to be different people when we first met. Um, taking how, how long, real quick, have you met? I'm going to interrupt um, you. I'm going to keep interrupting you. I'm going to yeah, get to no, the bottom you're of fine. This. It's been like three and a half years. Three. So, so you've been oh, together wow. for three and a half years. So he's how pretty much one of the, the reasons I uh, for three years with the chive too. Actually, uh, more than three years because they discovered me a month after I moved to Austin. How how lucky was I? So you moved to Austin. Were you dating him in Salt Lake City, and then you guys moved together? No, here? I actually lived in New York City before that. I was in New York City for three and a half years. And we did like long distance and I came here for work. So I came here for the Formula One when they first built uh, Coda. Okay. Um, and I, I met a bunch of people here in Austin. And when I first worked here, I never had a chance to explore Austin. So he was one of the first people who 
um, volunteer to show me and my friend around. Oh, of course. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Way, way to be a servant oh, of the city, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, he by the way, even though he didn't really want to go, yeah. like, <laughs> like I'm no dancer, but I hear you like to dance. He's actually a better dancer than me. Is that weird? Oh, like, wow. I've never dated anybody who's a better dancer than me, but he's he's one of those people. Like when I dance, nobody really looks at like, oh, she's just doing the little half twerking thing or whatever mm -hmm. it is. When he dances, he actually can dance like Michael Jackson style. It's pretty impressive. Oh, wow! Wow. So Hello, this, is, sir. this is this is the time when he steals the spotlight on the, all the attention. Send him all these dick pics. <laughs> you want to jerk off to a dancer there, you weird <laughs> sons of bitches. Which is pretty cool. That's very cool, actually. So, so, so you guys met. He, he toured you around when you were in New York City. You came here. Mm -hmm. You're like, hey, you were my tour guide. And I, and be, I wanted to repay the favor. It would be great if you were my life partner forever. Actually, no. I just wanted to repay the favor. I didn't really know, really know him very How well. How did you repay the favor? I'm just curious. I, I said, you know, you were such a great tour guide of Austin. I know New York really well. I know the places to go from a local's perspective. Come visit me sometime when you Guy Fieri's restaurant. I said again. <laughs> Guy Fieri's restaurant. <laughs> You're like, have you seen this place? You know, know, this guy's on the Food Network. Uh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Um, but anyways, tattoos. yeah, and sure enough, I thought maybe he's going to be like, oh, yeah, next year I plan a trip to New York. You know, I'll come visit. Like, how about this weekend? No, <laughs> how about two weeks? Yeah, you're Two not, weeks, pretty close. Yeah. I'm pretty fucking close. <laughs> yeah. So two weeks, he shows up. And um, I was in like a 500 square foot studio, and I said, you know, um, you should probably stay in Manhattan. This is this is how we do it in New York City. Um you don't stay with the person who invited you. Yeah. You stay with Whom you barely J Jason know. Will, Jason will take over your home. <laughs> he'll fly his family out to New York, and then he'll bring siblings. I did do and, that. And oh, youngsters. Studio. He's like, do you have bunk beds? I'll buy some at IKEA. It's cheaper than actually getting the Marriott by Brooklyn Bridge. And a mattress and, in IKEA. And uh, then you can just take it out on, on bulk day. It'll be fine. Uh, so yeah, he showed up two weeks later. And then uh, actually the funnest time you can ever have in New York is being single. Um, and seriously, it, it's, it's a blast because um, I was dating somebody seriously when I lived in New York and then what broke up, um, I kind of experienced this whole single girl life in New York City and I was having a blast. So I didn't really plan on being in relationships that fast, which happened to be maybe like six months after my uh, previous breakup. And here I am in Austin, three and a half years later. So we moved you out here? You're out here, you do the chive. Well, what I decided to do, um, I decided to get a place in Austin and still keep a place in New York just to see if I like Austin. If I don't, there's always my safe zone. I can move back. So that lasted for about four or five months. So I realized that it's, it's really impossible to afford both. Yeah. Since Austin's growing and being downtown is really expensive as well. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to be in Austin full time. Wow. And uh, I mean, it looks like it's paid off for you. You've I'm got, happy I mean, to be here. you're with the Onnit kids who, I mean, I've been a big fan of Joe Rogan's for many, 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 many years. Me too. Um, before the gym was here and everything else. Uh, and Aubrey, Aubrey Marcus. Yeah. Aubrey is, yeah, I was gonna, he's, he's a unique individual. Very um, inspiring. Very inspiring. That's so, why I tried mushrooms in the first place. He's it's, like it's, a psychedelic like connoisseur. It's a weird thing, right? Like, I, there's, there's very few people where I'm like, I don't, I don't know, like I want to hang out with that person, like, I, right. but, but also like I want to hang out with that person with 19 other people around, so I don't have to talk, because, <laughs> and I love to talk. Jason Dick yeah, can yeah. attest this. Uh, this podcast can, can attest to this. 
but he's one of those people that I'm like, I need like 20, 25 people around. Um, I mean, like, there's part of me where I, I want to, I have his email up, and I'm like, I should invite him to the podcast. At the same time, I'm like, mm, <laughs> I shouldn't, because he's just, he's on a different level of a person. I mean, he really is, and he's, he's a very unique person. I, I love hearing his podcast, I love hearing him. Uh, his his wife or fiance I, I don't know where, where, where they're at fiance, in all of that yeah. fiance they're very unique they're they're, they're amazing people um, I have a couple other friends that that go to that gym and one used to be his personal assistant and it's mm-hmm. it's always one of those things where I'm like yeah no I would feel more comfortable having Bill Burr sit here and, and try to make him laugh <laughs> than I would <laughs> sit down with Aubrey because he has such a different the paradigm shift is so extreme. I think he's a very versatile, well-rounded person. I mean, so he I is. He I'm just, I'm saying I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you can like, no. You can I mean, like, it. he's diverse. He's a, he could come in here and be like, let's dissect a fucking movie. Like, we could do Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Dick and I. would be like, great, let's do it. And I'd be like, so, hey, buddy. <laughs> CJ is sweating. Just, yeah, just nervous. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, I do get it, but I don't get it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, listen, if you guys are, are wondering what's happening, the movie's over. Uh, Angelina Jolie won. There was never a, there was never assault to. I don't know why. The 62% rating at Rotten Tomatoes might have might have reinforced that. At the same time, I thought it was That's a good movie. Awful. Listen, mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, the duplicit nature of, of, of why we did this is, is smart, intelligent, attractive, and... You don't know where she's going to come from or what she's going to do, and I, I think that is you. It's always the mystery. But I mean, I think that is and you I because because we don't know. And in in five years, you could look back on this uh, as a professor somewhere and be like, "What? This is what I do now." Absolutely. So, I think you'll look back on this podcast and think that was a turning point. That was. That a was. Turning <laughs> point. I don't know which way you're going to turn. You That's know. up to you. you but uh, yeah. <laughs> And it so gets wait, to know wait. two awesome humans. But we we got we have we have two. I mean, after this podcast, we have we have two exciting exciting ventures. One is, and let's just be transparent. I'm gonna eat my. Berries. You know, you know a lot. You know a lot of people, and if you don't think I'm not asking you, like, hey, do you know this person? <laughs> By the way, could you send Probably. an introductory email? Um, in Russia, I'll fly out there. I won't. Uh, we'll do a Skype interview. No, but one, uh, we learned that you're going to you're going to the World Cup in in, in Russia as, mm-hmm. as a spy for America, which I think is exciting. <laughs> um, two, two, when you come back, we're going to do a Jason and Jason and Katarina drinking day, yes. Instagram fun thing. Let's do it. Uh, I mean, and a t-shirt. It, as as you're de- as you're so devoted to physical fitness, let's be devoted as well to to alcoholism for at least one day. Yeah. Drinking marathon. Let's try it for a day. Just for, right. a, day. Just for a day. And then hundred. Uh, 100- like I, I think you can adopt someone though. Lovingly. Do you want to adopt a kid if we if we do something like that? I'm having trouble keeping myself alive, man. I don't know if I if I need another another life on my hands. Do you have well, pets? I do have a pet. I have a little. Uh, he's old. I have a uh, 12 pound miniature Schnauzer. Ah, oh, adorable. Yeah, here let me find. No, he is adorable. My dog's young. My dog's four. He's a basset hound, and he's 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 an idiot, as all basset hounds oh. are. He just licks my daughter. Look at that, Jerry. Oh my goodness. This is this is my impressed pretty girls with that picture of the dog. Picture. Yes. That's a good one. It's working. You know, speaking of that, have you guys seen like a, a guy standing outside Whole Foods like almost every single day with a French bulldog puppy? Like he's he's there hanging out all the time, like well dressed, good looking with a dog. That's your like boyfriend. A smart man. No. <laughs> it's a smart man right there. 
Oh. That's the kid. Yeah. Oh, it disappeared. Oh, we'll bring her back. Yep. There she is. Oh my God, trouble. Trouble. Get ready, Dad. Nope, <laughs> never ready. Never ready. <laughs> it just gets more fun. Oh, every it does. Kendra and I can't. I mean, listen. I know you're busy. I know you're getting ready to do a big trip. Uh, I can't. I can't thank you enough for this. I, I really. I can't. Thanks I mean, for having me, guys. Last night you did a little shout out to us on Instagram, which we we greatly appreciate. Absolutely. But um, more, more importantly, just your your time. And this was fun. And you're welcome back anytime. Of course, I think you know. Uh, I think everyone else, minus my email, appreciates you being here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy at Gmail going. Another dick pic? <laughs> this guy, this guy's crazy. Used to it, I'm sure. He's used to it by yeah. now, right? <laughs> no, I, and I, I joke, but uh, thank you so much for this. This was a, this really was a lot of fun. Thank you. If there's anything um, that you want to tell about yourself that no one knows or anything else. I mean, I give you the floor. Seriously, I, even, I won't even interrupt. I was gonna say, just add me on social media. I'm always there posting any new adventures that I'm up to. Um, on Instagram, I'm Katarina Schlote, which is not Katrina. It's Katarina K A T E R N A and Schlode, um, S C H L O A D. Sounds kind of like a a, a load. I don't know. People <laughs> nope, make all that kinds of funny I'm jokes about that. I got a lot of emails on that. So I'm gonna leave it alone. Uh, so I'm there on Instagram and Facebook, and I have a Facebook fan page and a website. So do you have one that you prefer over the rest? Uh, I use Instagram a lot. Uh, Instagram live stories and. Um, I post quite often, so but I post on every single social media account that I have, so I don't discriminate. Don't discriminate. Um, your uh, any uh, tribe charities you've done that you would uh, like to bring up real quick? Yes, uh, we are actually coming up on uh, September fifteenth. It's going to be a Green Gala. Uh, hosted by the Chive, and that's a huge event that they host every single year uh, with Chive Charities. So we're going to be doing a lot of uh, projects for that, and also... Can Jason and I get on the invite list? Can we come as a couple? Yeah, we can. <laughs> we'll, we'll both wear green. happen. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you make it happen, we'll both wear... We'll wear can we get green tuxedos if you she makes it happen? You can wear onesies to that event. I will wear a green tuxedo and the pasties. Whatever, you, whatever you like me we'll to wear. double pasties. Oh. Yeah. I'm in. Listen, if, we get invite, if you get us on the invite list, we'll wear a green tuxedo as a couple. <laughs> Boom. Done and done. Done and done. This sounds way more exciting now all of a sudden. Anything? I'm sorry. I interrupted. God damn it. I'm the worst host ever. Um, any other... Charities or anything that you're uh, the orphanage thing. Can you talk about that real quick? I mean, there might be people who don't know. Seriously, this um, is at the end. And I apologize, but you brought it up. Yeah, so we're going to be donating. Uh, we usually do a lot of Twitch TV uh, donations to um, you know uh, to veterans and to orphans on the Chive, and a lot of them will be coming up the next couple of weeks. Uh, usually, I post the details on my Instagram. So if you guys follow Katarina Schlod, I'm going to announce that shortly. Okay. I try not to give away too much information. No, no, I don't want you to give away too much. I, just, I mean, like, if there's yeah. things that people, and I know that you've worked for an orphanage and, and, and helped so, the kids uh, out as well. When so. I was uh, getting my master's degree in linguistics, one of my projects was I was working with um, really young orphans, usually under five years old, um, to adjust to the language of the family. Uh, they're being adopted about English-speaking countries. So... When a kid is like three or four years old, right, and they're being adopt adopted by parents from Canada or U.S., mm -hmm. they think that their parents are aliens, right, because they speak a different language. So they can freak out. One, one out of three kids speaks Chinese. Yeah. You got to think about that when you have a baby. You kind of do now. One, my kid luckily spoke English. Yeah, so a lot of kids don't. But now English is obviously very popular in Russia. 
every school you go to at least gives you basic knowledge, kind of like here with Spanish. Um, but if the kids, kid freaks, freaks out, you have to um, work with them as a psychologist, linguistic psychologist. So that's what I used to do for my, um, my master's degree research work. I was teaching kids and adjusting them to the language of the family, which was really rewarding and really sad at the same time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, um, all you fucks who judge people, seriously. I mean, r really, what are you doing? If you're, uh, honestly, like, what, I don't care where you sit and what you do. What, I, that's, that's fucking awesome. That really is. That's really helping someone out that's, that's on, a, on a completely different level. Uh, that's, that's really amazing. Thanks, Good for guys. you. No, seriously, thank you. Uh, if there's anything else, of course, follow her on social and all the places. She's already said that. Uh, we'll follow up and we will uh, tag her in, in, uh, in, in all these posts uh, with, with the, uh, with the podcast. But once again, I, I know you're, you're getting ready to travel and, and everything else and you're, you're very busy. So almost two hours of your time. I can't thank you enough. I loved this every was, minute of it. Well, God bless you. You are, <laughs> you are way too kind. Um, Jason, any last thoughts? You're welcome. <laughs> hey, a uh, special thanks to, uh, to succulent Roger who, uh, Makes succulents and does a great job, and also brought us all our cocktails except yeah. for Katharina because Topo she's, Chico. That's she's my cocktail. The Topo Chico. I'm gonna uh, the well is running dry, FYI. Uh, we're going to do some Instagram shots and say hello to everybody. But once again, can't thank you enough. This was so much fun. And when you uh, when you come back from Russia, maybe we can do it again. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. All right. Thanks, so guys. so just as a recap, so that everyone in, and Vegas fact checker can keep me honest. A, we'll do a recap. B, there's going to be a drinking day on Instagram with all of us. <laughs> C, t-shirts to help out the charity of your choice, and we're going to get that done ASAP with Succulent Studios. Sound good? Boom. Boom. Let's do it. All right, everybody. This has been uh, Talking During Movies. Probably one of my favorite ones. This and Jesse May Palooza are my two favorites. Thank you, Will, and uh, have a good one. Bye. Bye, y'all.